ever waddle to the bathroom after sex, towel between your legs, desperately trying to keep the freshly delivered load from dripping down your leg and onto your hardwood? Well, worry no more. Awkward Essentials introduces the drip stick, or as I like to call it, the cum sponge. This medical grade sponge sucks up jizz before it sneaks onto your sheets. Visit awkwardessentials.com today and use my code WYP for a 10% discount. They offer numerous products for all types of fun fluids. Keep your shorts semen free and use my code today. That's WYP and save 10%. Awkward Essentials, making bodily fluids less awkward. What's your precision podcast making adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language? We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. On today's episode, we have world-renowned adult film actress Tasha Rain live in the studio. We'll be talking about her new book, From Princess to Porn Star, and so much more. What did Cinderella do when she got to the ball? What did Cinderella do when she got to the ball? I don't know. I don't know. She gagged. (laughs) (laughs) And now, with love from Huntington Beach, your host, Ashley Weller. Welcome, fellow humans, to a full frontal episode of What's Your Position podcast. We're so happy to be here. We're happy to be live. We have had so many video recordings with guests, and today we're so fucking fortunate. Thank you so much for driving all the way here to be in the studio with us. It makes it just so much better to interact with another human being face-to-face rather than uh, through computer. So we appreciate you. We have Tasha Rain, ladies and gentlemen, folks of all ages, genders, sexualities, please put your hands together for Tasha Rain. Tasha Rain has graduated with her master's in journalism from USC. She is a women's rights advocate. She is also a sex worker's advocate. She is an author. She is a mother. She is a public speaker. She has been nominated for Best Blowjob, and she is one of the most popular adult film actresses of my generation. I am so, so grateful that you are here today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that intro. It's so sweet. (laughs) Nice. And I hit a lot of points. Like most of them. That was good. I even knew there were to hit. (laughs) (laughs) I did some research. Um, I'm really excited to talk today about your new book. Um, You just released it. What was that? Like a month? Like not even a month ago, like two weeks ago, three weeks? Yes, like Like, two and a half weeks ago, maybe. How are you feeling about writing a book and publishing it? And I've thought about writing a book so many times. Yeah. Not about myself, but about it's sex topics or whatever. I just whatever, and it just seems cool, like right? such a daunting task to write a fucking book. How it hard is a daunting task, right? Yeah. When did you decide that you were going to write a book? How long ago? I mean, years ago. I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to back to college and get a degree in writing so that I can have credentials behind writing a book. Yeah. And then my thesis was the book proposal. <gasps> Oh, that's brilliant. Whoa. Is it? 
Kind of. You yeah. used school to <laughs> propel your fucking book forward. That's brilliant. But Thank you. That's two. Yeah, two birds, bird, one, stone. one stone. Yeah. yeah. But you also write about things that happened like this year. Like, oh, yeah. I procrastinated on the book for sure. Like, it took a lot longer than it should have. I had a baby that took up so much of my time. Freaking babies. We're going to talk about your baby in just a minute. But yeah, I mean, no, yeah, I'm having just saying a baby it just is, takes time. Yeah. Things come into the way of you yeah. and your, you know, your book. And yeah. it's like a process and it is daunting, but I think it's worth it. Did you write the whole thing yourself or did you have a, a ghostwriter at any point? So, okay. I feel need to disclose this only because you're asking. So I wrote, I wrote the book, but there are two chapters that are like much more polished and not in my voice Voice. because I have a really good friend who is a writer as a job. That's his profession. He's been a writer for a long time. He has like a history, his whole family, they're all writers. And he and I collaborated to Basically, I told him the story and he wrote it. I guess it's ghostwriting, but then I also edited I, it. You put I contributed own, too. Yeah. So I think it was more of a collaboration, to be honest. And it's two chapters. And I felt like I my voice was like lost. And oh, so although no. I know I know it and, and I enjoyed it, but I was like, I can't the whole book can't be like this because it's not really You're probably also not me. the like the worst critic when it comes to your own book, right? Like you probably have more like nuanced ideas of what sounds good and what doesn't well, because I, you know what you wanted it to sound like. Well, I just think when you collaborate with somebody with writing you're going to lose your voice. It's yeah. not, it's just, especially if he's, he's such a powerful writer. Right. I was like, I like this, but this just like, isn't how I speak. I will tell you. I don't even you. agree with it. I'll tell you, I didn't notice a shift. No, I didn't. Oh really? I no. feel like it's so obvious. No, I didn't. Okay. At all. Well, no. no, but the thing is, like I said, it's a, it was a collaboration. Yeah. I felt like it sounded like yeah. you the whole oh, time. Okay. Well, yeah. thank you. Well, it yeah. Was, yeah, it was just a little portion of it, but it was really helpful to have him. And then some of I feel uh, it, w- it was a journey. I feel like it is a daunting task and you're correct. Yeah. So I don't blame it you for- It took years, right? <laughs> kind of. More of like it to all come together. Mm-hmm. The actual writing part did not take long. That really? Was, that's not like the hard part. It's that's like, so interesting. I feel like it's, you need to find a home for it, right? Like wow. Like an agent or a publisher and then you have to like, Ugh. all of those things. You don't even have to do that anymore. You can literally go self-publish now. It's true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. And my friend, my friend self-published a romance novel and put it on Amazon. And I was like, bravo you. Like, what? Yeah. That's fabulous. I know. Yeah. Shout out to Beth. Uh, hey, that's so cool. <laughs> hey, Beth. Uh, I really found it to be a fascinating tale because, and I'm using tale because it's from, from yeah. princess to porn star. I love so. it. Um, First and foremost, I did not know that you grew up in Laguna Beach, right down the street, and that you were part of that whole group of individuals who had the show on MTV, Laguna Beach. Like, that was something that I watched, like, as a human being. Like, oh my God, really? Wait. Yes, really. That. Yeah, I know. I didn't tell either of <laughs> you yes. that on purpose. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you literally grew up well, in... You read that chapter, though. I didn't I, really you glorify didn't, you it. You didn't glorify <laughs> it. It wasn't glorified at all. It okay, was good. scripted and, like, not... No, I mean, like, my role was no. the third season that nobody no, watched. No, okay. no, no. But, like, <laughs> yeah. still, it's it's got this, like, idea. So, like, I grew up in Seattle, and a lot of my siblings, mm. uh, every time they wanted to come and visit me, they'd be like, take me to Laguna Beach, take me to the OC. 
And I'm like, we're in the OC. Like that you're looking at it. Like this is the OC. But they wanted to see Laguna Beach and they wanted so we would go They wanted the real OC. They want the real <laughs> OC. Right. My, exactly. My brother in law and sister lived in uh, Laguna Beach and when that came out Right off Poplar. So, my my brother in law was so fucking pissed off. He's like, That's not that's not Laguna Beach, yes, bro. Come on. <laughs> like, I mean, we love. He didn't grow up in Laguna Beach. Exactly. No, he, yeah, right. He grew Sorry. up in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Right. Yeah. 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 Sorry. There were so uh-huh. many things that you wrote about the Mandarin. Um, Mandarin King. This. We just talked about going there for your sister and your brother's anniversary dinner. Yeah. Um, yeah. Emerald, Emerald Bay. We yeah. we, talk, we drive by it all the time. Oh my we're gosh. just in so Laguna this weekend. Last weekend like, we Sunday. were just there. Yeah, we're just in I believe Bay. you. You live right next to it. it. Why would you not want to go? Do you go back ever, like, and hang out, go to the beach? I don't know if I can now. No. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. Why? Really? Like, just not allowed. No, I just feel like I was awfully vulnerable in this book, and there was like a lot of just nuanced okay. things that other people might not even notice, but people from Laguna are gonna notice. I like, was gonna uh-huh. say you were so fucking honest <laughs> in this book. Like you, you told. You told it uh, how it the uh, fuck was, uh, like, and how it is. And I was like, damn, like, I wonder if, you know, these these individuals, like, realize she's calling your ass out. Like, she gonna get you. Uh, they, like, edited it heavily, like, the legal team at my public. So there was some stuff in there that they're like, Tons, can't, can't, everything. Can't no, no can't I'm, like, pissed about it. Really? What? Well, yeah, I'm not, That's like, amazing. going to do anything about it, but I'm. I mean, there's nothing I can How much do. did they edit? A lot of really good stuff. Stuff <sighs> that I feel like if you read, you would be even more enticed. I feel like read. I need like a cliff. I feel like oh I need God. like the no, so like, like the original yeah, version. Inappropriate. Can I get the OG? Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, yeah, right. You need to see the it. Unedited. I, I like, want the unedited The unrated version. Yeah. Can, you know how they do like in the DVDs, they do like yeah. director's cut. Can yes. we get author's yeah. cut? Can we get author's cut? I mean. She's all no, but. No. Yeah. I couldn't believe they took it out, but it was even some of the stuff they didn't even tell me they were going to take out. They just took it out. What? Oh, some wow. of some of it, they straight up, you know, we're like, well, our legal team just doesn't think that's a good idea. And so we're not going to go through with that. And there was a lot that I was just like, gosh, it would just make it so much juicier. People would really want to hear. Yeah. It's that. pretty fucking <laughs> juicy as it is. Oh um, I really, I mean, there's some... There's some shit, and we're gonna get into it in just a second. Um, See, now, now I want to, I want to read. I know, I want to read the book because you don't read. I know this one reads a book. Like, she do you put, read or listen? No, no, oh, no, no. She reads. I like she, to listen. Oh, no judgment. I just, I, I'm a reader. I can't say I read anything. I'm just audio booking. What well, is that? Same. What she, is the verbiage? For she can that? read a audio book. No, yeah, listen, you're audio booking. You're listening to books. <laughs> On tape, doesn't it sound like the opposite of prestigious? Maybe like I, <laughs> right, I audio. That's right. how I, I audio book. <laughs> kind of like a podcast. But if anybody yeah. and if anybody doesn't know, Ashley can read a four hundred page book in like one day. She <laughs> can read. No, I just really love reading. Re- okay, so my shout friend out to said, the Reed Rovers. My, hey, I know, right? My friend said that he watched her read for about forty five minutes one day when we were camping. Not creepy and at all. Not creepy at all. <laughs> it, he's a good friend. It, it, he wasn't. Psychotic. He wasn't sitting there going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he said, uh, "What was it? You read a page every thirty seconds." Yeah. About are you reading or skimming. Reading. No, 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 no. I don't. So you are really smart. No, There's I no way to sh- download that information. No, no, yeah. No, 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 no. Professor so, Waller. So this Professor is what I'll do. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah. So I've done Waller. this before. She'll read an entire day, or a book in one day or two or whatever. Oh my and she'll be like, oh, my God, that was a really good book. And I'll pick it up and I'll literally just flip to, say, page 238. And I'll be like, what was Mike doing driving down the street 
in this one chapter, and she'll be like, oh, he was going to so-and-so's house to go and stab the guy in the face or something. <laughs> what? And, like, Those are really, the kinds of books really I read, too. specific things that she will, and she will know exactly. Yeah. She doesn't forget it. It just, it's retained. That's a Crazy. gift. Yeah. <sighs> well, now I know everything about you, so. Oh, God. <laughs> well, not really, because the editors so, took it No, off. I don't. And apparently now I'm pissed, because I would you know like to know stuff. everything. I know some <laughs> things, right? Um, so tell us a little bit about you. Tell us about, like, your life growing up. I know I read the book, but maybe not every listener is a reader. So give us a little summary about growing up in Laguna and um, and who you grew up with and, and, you know, what life was like as, as little Tasha. Yeah. So I grew up here in Orange County, in one of my favorite places mm-hmm. yep. um, in Laguna Beach, which is just like a city over from where we are now, a couple cities over. And um, hmm. siblings? Many siblings, right. a big blended Orange County family. Mm-hmm. Love it. Six Love siblings. a big family. Love a big family. Yes, none like fully related. Just you know, from mm-hmm. multiple marriages. Sure. Yep. Happens here and all there. The time. <laughs> right. Are you close with any of them now? I am. I'm closest with my older sister, who lives like 20 minutes from where I live now in nice. LA County. Yeah, and she has three little boys, Aww. and I'm really close with her. Um. Yeah, so I I mean, I had a pretty idyllic childhood here and in high school, the Laguna Beach show came to our campus and I was a cast member on the third season and that was kind of like my start to being in front of the camera Mm -hmm. and I got a little taste for it. And you loved it. I mean, I definitely, yeah, I liked it. I was (laughs) like, oh, this is is fun. Did you think to yourself you wanted to be like in Hollywood and movies, or was it always for you? Like, no, I'm very sexual. I really love, I want to be more in the sex industry, like modeling. I don't think it was that I thought I was sexual. I think I just saw the girls next door on E. Hell yeah. And I was like, I have never related any any more to anybody in my entire life than I do these women <laughs> with the baby animals. Yeah, with the I baby mean, animals. That right. is the lore. That's like what got me. Going. Living like, the life at the Playboy Mansion. monkeys. With monkeys and, and big boobs. And, and looking big hot. Giant, yeah. yeah. I mean, and really, parties. it's lesbianic. It's, I was like, very yeah. much, I was very Let, much like, this makes sense. Lesbianist, really quickly. It right? kind of opened an entirely new, like, portion of my brain um as far as like oh wow women are really fucking attractive like that's an actual like no wonder guys think we're hot we are yeah because you guys are soft and you smell good right i hear that a lot (laughs) you're soft and you smell you're soft why don't you guys start conditioning yeah, God, I do pick up some lotion okay listen to this motherfucker i have curly hair and it I requires, <laughs> and very. it requires a very specific conditioner and that I is very that fucking shit expensive. All the time. And this motherfucker steals my conditioner yeah. every time he That's showers. So it's mad. not. But my it's hair smells cute. so good. It smells like cute. coconut and like yeah, all these sure different I have so many questions. Fusion. If you don't use the conditioner, what becomes of your hair? Oh, God. Oh, my God. So, oh, my dreads. Actually, I've done it. So when we what? go camping, we're gone for like 
10 days at a time because we go, we're we going to show. Yosemite next week. We are. Probably. We're going to Yosemite How next week. How exciting. Um, and if I, I let my Yosemite. hair... Love yeah, Yosemite. Yosemite. God. I got married there. So we yeah. are obsessed. You would get married. No, I Where? would. Happy Wait, Camp for Mrs. Weller. Can we have Hello. a picture somewhere here of us? Somewhere of the wedding. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. Whatever. I'll look later. They turn into dreads. They start to like coil around one another and like get really, really tight. And then I have to like rake through it with a brush and it's awful. Oh my gosh. I have to use the conditioner. Oh my. Week. Wow. Yeah, it's terrible. No, it's great. I use all of it. Yeah. Dick. Uh, (laughs) So tell us a little bit more about like this sort of idea that you had when you were younger. You wanted to be involved in. Uh, so play- well, I don't think I had a, many role models. And so when I saw Holly Madison, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. my role model. That's right. it. Your family, so- you grew up with your mom and she was married to your dad and then they got divorced, which yes. happens all the time. All the time. And then your dad remarried and you had a stepmother who you yeah. had a contentious relationship <laughs> with. I yeah. Mean, some good, some bad, yeah. which is every parent. I feel Every like. parent. I feel like we have that relationship no matter the fuck what. Um, you kind of have, though, a very interesting relationship with your dad. Can you sort of go into uh, how old you were when you were told who your dad was? Oh, so, yeah. So, the, the, I mean, I had a, my dad who raised me passed away when I was 20 years old, but I was very close with him. I just um, didn't live with him full time. Which mm-hmm. I feel like you almost like your parent that mm-hmm. you don't live <laughs> with the Ignorance. most. Ignorance is bliss. Because they're right? the one that doesn't discipline. It's it's absolutely true. It's yeah. like it's not even discipline. It's like you're not around them, so you like have a fantasy of them. Oh right. my gosh, that's you so true. Place like them idealistic on a, a pedestal. Yeah. 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 And then when you do get to go stay with them, they spoil you because they only see you once a week. Not even. Not right? even. Or, right? Yeah, like once a week. So yeah. you're like, oh my God, this person's amazing. And so you're both on your best behavior and the performing. Tree. Right? Treat. Yeah, you're yeah. not your bratty teenage self that you are normally with your mom or whoever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I did usually this, your mom. I did the same thing with my dad. He lived in California. I lived oh. in Seattle, so oh. I got to come to California on vacation. Oh gosh, so he was of like course, king. yeah, absolutely. And he wasn't right, of like course, it, yeah, nobody is right, exactly. Yeah. And we realize this as adults, but right. Um, but so he passed away when I was nineteen or twenty years old, and um, I had found out when I was seventeen years old that biologically I wasn't related to him. I was a sperm donor child. Okay. This is going to lead me (laughs) to my stat of the day. Yes. It's my stat of the day. It's so fun. I know, right? (laughs) It's my stat of the day. It's my stat of the day. Okay. According to the U.S. Census, in 2019, there were 4 million babies born in the United States. What percentage of these babies were born via sperm donation? Now, please understand, I'm going to give y'all a hint, right? I never give hints. I am a greedy motherfucker when it comes to the stat of the day. And then I love making fun of you when you get it super wrong. I'm going to tell you right now, sperm donation not super high up there as far as one of the ways that people have children. And you said there's 4 million? 4 million babies were born in 2018. According to a survey in 2019, how many of those babies, what percentage of those babies were from sperm donation? Well, the I'm guess go. always goes first. Oh, yeah. you know. I have no idea. You don't know? Okay. Literally okay. Sh- in the dark. Okay. 
0.0003%. Okay. Damn. You writing this down? Yeah. You got it. Okay, down. good. Okay, fuck yeah. I thought my, I was going to go 1%. <laughs> 1%. I, I was going okay. low. Are you going psychotic? Is that yours? Don't get that. I might way, I'm my way off. Is that Sanchez sounds up? abnormally high. She said that's, that's psychotic. psychotic. You know what? I'm going with I'm sticking, okay. I'm sticking to my gut. I love 1%. that. Cody, your gut. <laughs> She's like, Strong I love in your that. Conviction. She's like, I love that for you. I, I do. I was going to say 2%, 2% and now I'm thinking what? way off base. I, what do you think that people are just going around getting stoned sperm? I guess. But I, guess, I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's a good point because Ashley would if you, no, if, now that you, now if you, that you two are it like, like they're, they're basically saying they're basically no, I'm not. Like I I so want. I just didn't want you guys to go up into like the 60s and like the 70s. In, oh. I didn't want you to go into like the double. We'd digits. have to get okay. rid of them. Okay, but we, <laughs> but we are You're gonna go. Are we are gonna play prices right rules? We are. We okay. always do. Okay. Closest without going over. I'm gonna over. say point three five. Point three five. Okay, and okay, listeners so at home, please. Highest. I'm Place sticking to one. I'm sticking to one. Percent. I love it. I fucking love all of your guesses and I'm super excited about it. So um, you were a sperm donor baby. How did that make you feel at fucking 17? Jesus, you're already fucking insecure at a 17 at 17, right? Like yeah. when we're teenagers, that is not the highlight of our life. Like we think it is. Yeah. <laughs> God, we think we're hot shit. We think we're so yeah, we cool. look good. I didn't. I look like a moron, like <laughs> literally frizzy. <laughs> I was poor. I was ridiculous at 17. My wife, my wife is peaking as she gets I am literally I, at, my, nice. at, at my peak nice. right now. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Oh, but like at 17 in Laguna Beach and you think all the world is your oyster and then you get told that. That's a rough thing to be told that your dad who raised you is not biologically related to you. Do you feel feel like that had any sort of like mental impact on you moving forward. I mean, I think that it would be crazy to think it didn't have a mental impact. I, and think I think so. It was very like dismissed as well because nobody told me that in a proper way. It mm -hmm. wasn't like a parent sat me down and was like, okay, this is the situation. You're an adult or almost an adult. I want to tell you this happened. It was this like freak show incident at a party where some random cousin was like, spilling this tea to me and I'm like what are you talking about like really caught me off guard that's wow. so fucked up it is really fucked up and then like when I went to confront the parents they were like well yeah but whatever like get over it kind yeah. of you know and it's like oh my gosh if, yeah I would I think that definitely is something that I I still have kind of and I don't really know how to work through it because it's like it's done and then mm. there's like all of these half siblings like 30 plus half okay siblings. so that's the wow. other part i wanted to get into so yeah so you gotta so you, you gotta went, dig into this part okay right? so you went to ancestry <laughs> and you the, did the this swab. part blew my mind a little right. bit you yes. did the swab and oh you sent it i just did that did you really yeah i was like what if i'm gonna find a mysterious sibling yeah no, it wasn't that interesting okay get this shit. i found on my ancestry that i was like a knight i've had knights in my past yeah but anyways, sorry. That's, that's fabulous. I know, yeah. right? He's got so you're royalty. royalty. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. So we have a princess <laughs> and we have me. a knight. <laughs> Wait, yeah. that's oh my god, that's so precious. Cool. Right, right. Yeah, he does. She found yeah. it. She found it too. Yeah, I, I went oh. back over his family's tree and found that he has like uh, Scott, not Scottish, but uh, yeah, Scottish. Yeah, Scottish. Is this ancestry DNA or ancestry? Ancestry.com, where you do the little leaves. Yeah, and you find I the think people. the ancestry DNA. 
We didn't do a swab. We did the family tree. Oh, so there's a totally different. Oh, I did the swab. I want to do. Okay, the family tree is super cool. That would be really different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's online, so you get these connections. Oh, is it real? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Because so many people go online and put their names and like they put pictures and then like you can search the pictures. Yeah, it's family sourcing basically. Amazing. I know. I mean, I hate technology and I love. Same. Yeah. No. Fucking same. Can't live with it. I know. Can't live without it. Some people can can track their families back to you know uh, a thousand years ago mm-hmm. wow that's crazy. So cool. that's crazy right? my grandma she's 97 we gotta get her on there right? oh yeah my god, oh my yeah. god. Oh, really? we're on ancestry dna but we need to get on ancestry.com because i feel like that is more yeah. of her vibe she doesn't care about like mm-hmm. oh yeah no, no i did ancestry DNA spit yeah. in a tube thing they have these yeah. f- they have photos people like put old photos of oh like my gosh how people fun. from like the 1800s up on there what? yeah, yeah. and they're like you're related to this yeah yeah if you can trace yourself back to this person who traced themselves to this person who traced themselves to this person who traced themselves yeah that's so cool it's very cool but you found 30 half siblings i did so this one of them texted me yesterday no way (laughs) about what like hey she bought the book Oh, and you were, you were going to do a meet and greet, but you kind of decided that that was a little overwhelming, which I can completely (laughs) be on board with. I feel like that would be a bit much for me, but you did sort of notice a really interesting trend in that a lot of them are in the creative arts. And all Jews. And all, <laughs> all Jews. Did you know that you were, you, you knew that you were Jewish, right? Because that's kind of why your mom picked this person, right? Right. But I mean, my half sibs are like 100% Jew. And you're only half. <laughs> yeah, no, I just thought it was interesting. That's, all of them. All of them have wow. both parents. I, not all of them, but I would say like most of them, they, they do look related. I guess we look related and they're all in like creative arts or creative space writing um they all have master's degrees wow, oh, wow. kind of cool that is, that is very cool. cool i mean yeah. i actually went online and i found that the um i couldn't find a lot of statistics on sperm donation but i did find there is one person who has fathered 153 children through can sperm can we kill him now where is sperm he? donation is he alive? yeah he's 36 years old 36 i'm sorry i We'll be conservative here. That is so That's aggressive. Up. So they've made a law that you now oh, have to genius. stop the At sperm what? donation. At what? 50. Shut the fuck up. 50? It should be five. five. 10 maybe. I feel like, like 10. No. Like if it's Why? a good, Why do you need more than five? I mean, what if it's like really good? Like what if it's really good what if DNA? Really like what if you are no, like super intelligent? Egotistical narcissism. You're right. You're absolutely right. Because they're not even your kids. Right. Like have a hundred of your own children. But you're just gonna go Nick Cannon the fuck wait, out of him everywhere, wait, so wait, that wait, 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 wait. you can spread your cum and your. Wasn't there a show DNA? on him? No, there was a. Oh my god, that was totally different. Dude. No, no, that guy. About? Yeah, of course but on he, Netflix. Fucking oh my nut god, job that doctor. was fucked up. That's no, totally that, different. Though. Totally different. Totally That's different. unethical and non-consensual. Not at all. Not at all consensual. I just got both of those like. No, no, you know, no, it makes perfect sense. They all blend together. Right. Yeah. But he did it fucking illegally. True. White guys. And I understand like people who need like, look, my husband had a vasectomy. My my husband is impotent. My husband um, has damage to his seminal vesicle or whatever the case may be. And we need sperm. Right. We need sperm donated. I want the best of the best. I want someone who looks like him. I want someone who is his height. I want someone who's going to fit into our family. How about the kids? How about all these children that you're making from that sperm and then they are 
17 years old and they find out they have 30 what if, half siblings. But what if, now hear me out. What? This is Southern, you're, all your half siblings live around here. Some of them live around here. What the fuck happens if you hook up with these people? Ooh, yeah. That's yeah. insanity. It doesn't. It's not right. No. It's ethically That's too much. Incorrect. That's but it's too like, are many these people. guys going into it being like, I want to father as many children no. and spread my seed or as I is can? Or is it, is it literally just because, oh, I can get 20 bucks for jizzing into a cup? Like, of course I'm going to do that. It's mm-hmm. both. I think it's the but latter. honestly, who's the <laughs> person like doing that? Exactly. Exactly. I almost feel like it should be you get one one shot. That's it. <laughs> Pun you intended. It one <laughs> shot. You get one cum shot yeah. and that I kind of think it, that makes There are like the 200 million sperm in one ejaculation like you don't need to do it more than once because like if you do it the one time you're not going to scar all these children Mm -hmm. they're not going to grow up and wonder who these half siblings are right so maybe that's it yeah little creeps get one time you get one jizz you get one cum shot you get one shot more do not miss your chance to go this opportunity comes 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 comes. (laughs) once in a lifetime my god all right Um, do i have a a mute button over here shut up we're gonna talk a little bit about um the playboy mansion (laughs) so i wanted to ask you uh, if you had the same like so okay total disclosure moment I my first porn that I ever looked at was a Playboy magazine. I was eight years old. Same. And it was in my stepdad's car because he was moving and there was this box in the back seat. And I just pulled this magazine out and I was like, Oh, that feels funny down there. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, oh, what is this feeling? Oh, oh, those are boobs. Um, and then I had this obsession with the Playboy mansion. Like I just wanted to go there. I wanted to see it. I liked learning about Hugh Hefner. I liked learning about the playmates. I no, no wonder you liked my book so much. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Like Aww. I, th- those <laughs> chapters, I was like, like gobbling it up. I was obsessed. So you, you had the same kind of feeling like you saw the girls next door, just like I did. And you were like, I want to do that. Like that seems yeah. like the best idea ever. Yes. How did you go about getting your foot in the door at the Playboy Mansion and then getting your whole ass in the Playboy Mansion. Like not just the toe, but like all of you. I was stripping at a club called Foreplay in Westwood. And this man, a client came in and he was, you know, talking to me and he was like, you should, you should definitely not be dancing here. You should be up at the Playboy Mansion. I was like, oh, well, Okay. How, how will I get up there? <laughs> Thank you. Are uh, you driving? Yeah. Literally. And he's like, yeah, I'll pick you up tomorrow. I was like, what? Oh. Really? He's like, yeah, like, you know, I am. Um, Were you nervous? Like this random guy is like, I'm going to take you to the Playboy Mansion. I had like friends in common with him. Oh, okay. I don't okay. know. Acquaintances. People I trusted and knew. Okay. That he knew. And yeah, I know he was legitimate. And just like kind of like a middleman, I guess. And he would like pluck women from LA and bring oh, them so up to hell. He was like a talent. Like a talent scout. Yeah. He was like, oh hey. Yeah. Come with me. Yeah. I think you'd fit in just fine. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And he literally like brought me up to Hugh Hefner and was like, This is Rachel. Wow. Yeah. And it introduced me. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? So when you met Hugh Hefner, do you remember meeting him? Oh, vividly. Oh my God. What was that like? Oh, it was so cool. It felt like ah, my dream come true. <laughs> what were you like? What were you wearing? Oh, a beige and lavender, like two piece. Well, it was a one 
piece dress with like the two-tone color from American Apparel that I think everybody had. Absolutely. That, like, body yep. fit mm-hmm. dress. That was, like, what are they called when it's like body club? con? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> body fit, body con, something I don't wear anymore. And I don't think any of us do. <laughs> no. And really tall beige, guess high heels. Yes. And I was just like ready for my moment. I honestly felt like, okay, well, I'm supposed to be here because I, I'm such a big fan, but I did not say that to him. I was just like, nice to meet you. Like, okay. Did you get to meet Holly Madison or Kendra? Oh, no. They had left the they mansion by moment. this point. It was like, you know, 2000 and like 11 or something. It was, they were far away. How long would you say that you hung out? Like how many months, how many, like a year, how long were you hanging out at the, at the Playboy Mansion for? At least a couple of years because it was through college while I was um, at Santa Monica College before I went to UCLA. And then when I was at UCLA, I mean, it was a long time. And that is an incredible thing to do in your 20s is go party at the Playboy Mansion every weekend. So like fun. I'm sitting here over here like I went to Tiger Heat and the... Tiger Heat was more wild than the Playboy Mansion. (laughs) (laughs) It was. I went to the Viper Room and wow, that's that is literally more wild because the Playboy Mansion is like a very routine, very um, regimented. Yeah, and also he was so much older. I'm sure it was different back in like the 80s or 70s or something. But I mean, when I was up there, it was like so vanilla and also just like cozy and fun and just like eating food drinking alcohol watching old movies and hanging out like there was nothing crazy parties yes what that's not what i was expecting at all me wait did you ever go to like the big like the big parties like yeah summer night parties yes and those are more lively but still like not like the Viper Room's crazy. Like, so every weekend it wasn't a big fat party. No, the so big fat was, parties are very it like. Food, it was food, booze. And movies. Not hard drugs, not crazy parties. No. Like chilling. Yeah. Chilling and I maybe, never did any hard drugs there. Maybe people get a little sideways and get a little too drunk, but so. Oh, yeah. Pretty, pretty normal, pretty. Totally like a routine regimen thing. You like okay. go, you hang out with your girlfriends, you jump on the trampoline on the 4th of July. I mean, that still sounds pretty fucking fun. So maybe. fun, but not yeah. like. Not at all like wild. Yeah, okay. That's crazy. The opposite of wild. Wow. Do you yeah. still do you still talk to anyone that you hung out so with? So many of my friends really? I met at the Playboy Mansion. Oh and my god. I know. I just had dinner with my girlfriend Sarah the other night and we just like we have a bond forever because of it. It's really fun. Uh, I know. That's really pre- wait, which wait Sarah Underwood? Sarah Underwood? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, we were actually just talking about her because she has no. the coolest houses. Have you seen her houses? I am oh my in love. They made this yeah. hot tub out of a giant tree. Did you oh, see that? I saw yeah. it. I yeah. want to die in that I hot tub. It. Yeah. Wait, I'm ready. Did you ever do anything freaky in the grotto? And just take like fun photos. Okay. No. Okay. Did I you think ever have that was like back in the day. Yeah. That those things. Did you ever have sex at the Playboy Mansion? No, I never had sex at the Playboy Mansion. Did you ever make out with anyone at the Playboy Mansion? No. (gasps) No, it was like very, very, so vanilla. Much like a sorority. When she said vanilla, I think, yeah. That makes sense. You really met vanilla. Sorority, that makes, now that I'm thinking of all like girl next door types, that's what it. Yeah, it did kind of feel like like a sorority. Yeah, just chill. You very much wanted to be in Playboy. Did you get into Playboy? Any pictures in yeah. the Playboy magazine? Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. you were also in Penthouse. Oh, yeah. And you were also in Hustler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that like, story. I don't like that story. Nobody does. It's a I honestly story. did my Audible 
after the book. Like I did the recording. You're reading the book in the Audible? Yeah. I want to. Oh my God. So so distraught. I like, it was, it was really hard to read. Honestly, I don't know how you read a lot of those. Well, the thing is like, that's the hardest part for me about writing this book in particular is that it's like, it started out as some one thing and ended up really just being like this list of like sexual harassment and assault <laughs> that I wasn't yeah, wow. even wanting to write about. It actually just came out. Yeah. But then you, you have to go back and read it. I, and I that actually, part I didn't really do. And so there were like a lot of edits that should have been made that weren't made. And then when I was reading it aloud, I was like, oh my God, there's all these like grammatical issues. Even though we have editors at the publishing company, I just felt like the reason it, kind of became very like um, raw is because I didn't even want to reread it. I wrote it and turned it in and was like, I'd really like to not deal with this again. Especially the last story that you told, which um, honestly was probably the most upsetting story for me in your I don't even know which one. (laughs) Right? They were all bad. Oh, the one at the convention. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that, was horrible. I mean, but that's, it's so fucked up because writing this book, like I said, I didn't even include so many stories so much can i can i tell them the story of the convention or would you like to tell it oh you can tell i will tell i'm not so she went to a convention and she was signing autographs Mm -hmm. and a man came up to get an autograph and donald trumped her grabbed by the pussy put his fucking hands up inside of her oh my god and then said you know you want this and walked away and then the motherfucker got back in line and came back up and tried to do it again. And she asked the bodyguard, hello, are you gonna fucking do something? Yeah. And he just looked at her. And so the assailant looked at, at Tasha and goes, see, nobody cares. And she goes, I'm getting security. And that fucking asshole ran away when she said, I'm getting security. Wow. Yeah. And I think what's interesting about the book. He came back. No, it was, it was horrible. But I think what is interesting to me now that we can like you know talk about it is that the stories are nuanced they're not anything that is more extreme than you've heard before there is much more horrendous horrible extreme things that happen to women all day long right so it's not like it's the most salacious thing no no but but i think it's it's very relatable oh yeah no the fact that it's happening period it's like (laughs) people wonder why i don't feel safe People, why, wonder, people why wonder why I don't I go on like Tinder my, dates. Where, um, why yeah. I, I don't want to get kidnapped in between my fingers. Yeah, right? and I, it's not relatable. Like people aren't at conventions regularly signing no, their autograph, no, no. but it's relatable because I feel like all women that I know well, have been I, sexually assaulted. I, yes. I, yep. I've told Ashley this. Uh, I was, uh, you know, to the gym that we go to. There's a back room. And it's a normal big. It's probably three times the size of this bedroom. It's a place where people can do the, like stretch stuff like that. And, like, I will go back there, the single male, and there'll be, like, one, maybe two females, and they'll book as soon as I go in there. And I, I'm, like, I got fucking blinders on when I'm at the gym. I don't want anybody talking to me. I don't want to talk to anybody. When this happens, when I first started noticing it happen, I kind of got offended. I was, like, well, who the fuck? Why are these guys, why are these girls, like, bailing? I'm not even looking. at. They're not even on my radar. But I talked to Ashley about it, and she's, like, well, and kind of started telling me stories like this and i'm like oh okay i'm not really offended anymore and almost i understand why even though they may not look at me like it, i'm gonna do anything wrong they don't they don't know so they no, just leave we never know treat right. everyone with caution that's why i don't we never right. know 
we so, never ever ever there's so a guy anyways i don't at, take offense to it anymore. no there's a guy at that gym who looks like a rat he looks like a tiny skinny little rat with like a tiny thin little mustache Ew. and he's balding and he's thin i could kick his ass like i could literally throw him to the ground and stomp on his face but he follows me around the gym every machine i go to he goes to the one behind me and I've told people at the gym, I need him to be excused. Like, we need to go ahead and tell him to go home. And they won't. And every, anytime he comes to the gym, I'm done with my workout. And, yeah, he's a little guy. He's smaller than me. And he's, but I don't care. Like, it's I don't know. About that. I don't know what you have. Do you have a taser? Are you going to follow me to my car? Do you have chloroform? Are you going to hit me over the head? Me? Like, are you going to yeah. stab me? Like, are you going to touch me? Are you, like, don't touch okay? me. Like, get the fuck away from yeah. me. Don't even look at me. Like, he gets on the treadmill right next yeah. to me, even though there's 50 open treadmills. I'm like, bruh, get the fuck out of here. Like, what in the world? I wish so, yeah, I don't ever take oh. offense to that stuff now. No, that's <laughs> good. Good. Um, he needs to be confronted, though. I, I have. I've told him to leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, what and, she, is and, and he just walks away. And yeah. I've told the gym people, and the gym people have like Stop. been stay away from and they, her. And they've talked to his mom since his mom. His, his mom. His, is an mom. Older, his mom. His mom is an older lady. And she goes to the like gym. what? What? Mm -hmm. What? And yeah. And they've okay. confronted her. And what does she say? Well, he's, I don't he's, know. I think yeah, I think he probably Special has some intellectual okay. di disabilities. Still, don't it fucking. Doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Don't come yeah. over to me. Like, don't. Not an excuse. I don't care. Yeah. No, not, of course not. Not fucking having this. Oh my god. So when you say it's relatable, it yeah, is because no, it is. every woman I know has been sexually assaulted. Me too. Like yeah. I've yeah. never met a woman that who has hasn't it. No, I've been. never met a woman. Oddly yet. enough, I've never met a man who has. Me either. Oh wow. Well, yep. but also I think. I do think men don't say don't when they talk have. about mm -hmm. maybe even like as children, things that have happened. Right. They're not like as open as women. All of sad. that yeah. comes to terms with the toxic masculinity, masculinity that we have in our society where we don't let them talk about things. And then they turn into individuals who are either predators, in predators, incels <laughs> who, who don't oh, want to have. I, call, like, I called one of my nephews an insult the other day. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And like nobody even knew what it meant. But oh my man, god! I, like, I have a whole episode. That's on funny. It goes right over their head. They're like, "What?" And you're like, "Yeah." Nah, she like googled it. And I was oh. like, "Yeah, well, that's, that's that you, babe." Can you see some of those similarities? <laughs> so yeah, we have this toxic masculinity in this country where we tell men that they can't express their feelings. They can't be individuals who have emotions. They can't go to therapy. They can't cry. They can't be vulnerable. And then we present them with images of men harming women regularly on television like kids all day kids long. see it on tv all day long call of duty you don't have to fucking games. watch porn to or see even, violence against women even like, no, you promoting, don't. promoting these male like um what's the word like influencers oh fuck those shit. Guys. like i know how to talk to women yeah i am oh god you know exactly specialist. who you're talking about do you yeah. remember yeah. that show Al yeah the alpha exactly. males what is that guy's name mystique I, do you remember mystique even, andrew, well andrew it. tate is <laughs> yeah the yeah that's who that i'm thinking of oh my god is he remember? in jail yeah he's in jail he you know what Thanks there's a, there's a lot of fucking and people there's a lot of guys i will see like reels on instagram or tiktok and there's guys that support him like what do you mean? There are people publicly is, that support. Yeah. No, no, that's what they're I'm saying. Celebrities, little kids. Guy, I but know. This is what the guys will say. They're like, this is what the guys will say. They put a fucking clip up of him, and people will be like, "Well, it's taken out of context." And they'll say, "Yeah, well, like eighty percent of the stuff that he says is crazy, and I don't even listen to it." But there's twenty percent that really, really makes sense. It's just the most misogynistic content I have right. ever seen or but consumed. And if you support any no. bit of it, <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be 
on this planet. No. Right. You You're should not be on my planet. I wish, honestly, that we could just send all men to another island and like <laughs> see nice. what hand, happens. Just hand pick the ones that are like. No, yeah. all of them go and we see what happens. I just want to see what happens. You can stay because I, I think you're cute. Okay, thanks. And you also give really good kisses. Yeah. But Aww, you two are really cute. <laughs> but but the thing that the people that support this guy, like Andrew Tate, they say, well, 80% of the stuff, he's not good. 20% of the stuff, it's good. So he, and I'm like, that's like saying like Ted Bundy was like, that's good exactly to his parents. He's hot though. Like he was, right, he was yeah. hot. Right? So cute. Or he, he was like, hot. Or he, he was, was really hot. nice to his parents. He was nice or to like his mom. Or like Hitler has right. like a good streak, which apparently yeah. he did. I don't know. I don't know. His birthday's he on 420. He's got that going He's got And he had a dog. And he had a dog. Which yeah. I mean, he's not so a, he's do- a good he's not guy. a dog abuser. So maybe he's a ten percent so okay guy. Maybe that, okay. Yeah. So we're just gonna some of this stuff. All okay. of that shit. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I want to ask you before we go to our first break. Oh yeah. Our first oh, yeah. break. Mm-hmm. Before we head to our first break, you always wanted to be in that industry. Can you recall for me? What was your favorite scene you have ever recorded as an adult actress? Oh my gosh, what a serious question. I know. It's do you want to take the break to yeah. think about it? Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna take a quick break. Um, when we come back, we are going to get the answer to this question. What is Tasha Rain's favorite scene she has ever? ever recorded as an adult actress and then we are going to play a game called what's my porn name and i have at least four different ways that we are all going to come up with our porn name not just the old faithful pet first street game we're all going to come up with at least four different porn names so prepare thyself all right join us we'll be right back and when they bang this in the club, baby, you got to get up. Thug niggas, drug dealers, yeah, they giving it up. Low life, yo life, boy, we living it up. Taking chances while we dancing in the party for sure. Slip my hoe a 44 when she got in the back door. Bitches looking at me strange, but you know I don't care. Step up in this motherfucker just to swing in my hair. Bitch, quit talking, quit walk if you're down with the set. Take a bullet with some dick and take this dope on this jet. Out of town, put it down for the father of rap. And if your ass get cracked, bitch, shut your trap. Come back, get back, that's the part of success if you believe in the x you'll be relieving the stress it's the motherfucking dra dr dre motherfucker you know i'm mobbing with the do devil g straight off the fucking streets of cbt king of the beach you ride to him in your fleet Since 2014, Four Sons Brewing has been creating authentic craft beers, unique seltzers, and family-friendly locations throughout Huntington Beach. They are a pillar of our community, and we hope they become a staple in your home. Find them in Costco, Total Wine and Spirits, or online at foursonsbrewing.com and by visiting one of their three locations. Make sure to tell them Ashley at What's Your Position sent you. Stay safe, stay kind, stay sexy, and cheers.
Welcome back, fellow humans, to our full frontal with Tasha Rain. So happy to have you here. Before we went to break, I had asked you, what was your favorite scene to film as an adult actress? Do you have an answer? I sure do. Okay, I thought long and hard. That's what she <laughs> said. <laughs> and it goes along with our theme of... Uh, you know, from princess to porn. Oh my God. Porn. I'm so excited. I love a theme. I do too. Oh. Nothing better than a theme. Nothing better than a theme. I would say that like my favorite shoot actually was my first anal scene on camera because it was with Peter North, who was like what? an absolute legend. And I don't We've think he performs anymore. Okay, he wait, lives in Newport Coast. Hold yeah, your we, tongue. Yeah, hold, it was that the one. Hold your Mesa. tongue, hunt. Hold your tongue really quick. Let her tell her scene story. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then we will tell our Peter North story because I too would like to tell it. Please continue. <laughs> I mean, Peter, he's just a legend. There's no yeah. way he around it. He is a legend, it. for sure. If you've never seen Peter North on film yeah. having sex... He is a Adonis, right? His body is yeah. chiseled. Um, he's also very polite and like That's very respectful. Like yeah. yeah. And his penis isn't pretty, so pretty big. I, I feel pretty like big. I feel like for <laughs> it might not be like the biggest. No, I'm saying like you had one that was the size of a Coke can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put that anywhere near my ass. There's a couple there's a couple scenes that I saw with a particular guy that you did, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, that looks painful. I don't big. know what his name was, but I saw you did the at guys least are three big. or four. They have to be. They're porn stars. I know, but it's incredible that people have penises that size. <laughs> and no, it's like what? incredible that people think that they're like supposed to have a penis that size. Yeah, no. And then that's like sometimes you see people's penises and you're like, oh my gosh, it's so small. Like, I, yeah. it's just, it really fucks with your head. Yeah. 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 It, <laughs> I yeah. bet, dude. I bet, man. After like having, after having um, sex with, bigger penises and then seeing smaller penises it probably is a a really difficult situation to be in as a person i think so as a civilian as you yeah, say there's no counseling for this no there's no porn counseling right like there's no way to be like how do i get over the fact that i'm a size queen like what the fuck do i do like do are you a self proclaimed proclaimed size queen not even by choice it's like what we're talking about is like a psychological situation right. where I'm like, well, that's not going to do, but I also <laughs> feel not going to do it. No, but I, I also feel like if you have like other things to bring to the table yeah, and right. I genuinely mean it. Oral like, game. Yeah. Mm. That's great. Tell me about your first scene with Peter North. Set the stage. Okay. So I had not done anal on film and I was like, well, I'm going to do it. I should probably own it. So I'm going to make it for my own website. Ooh. And I'm going to hire the best 
old school male talent in the business who I had already worked with before. And like you said, he's just a gentleman. Yeah. So he's easy to work with. Right. And as they say, he shoots ropes. He really does. He has. Wow. It's really impressive. They're impressed. Weird. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) How is there just so much in there? there? That's a lot. I think it, they're, yeah. That's I'd a say lot. if you're a listener, go and do a Peter North come shot. Push pause. Push pause. Just go find. Get your mind blown. Go find the, where can they find this? Where can they Tasharain.com. find. Tasharain.com. Tasharain.com. <laughs> oh yeah, that's even better. Go find the Peter North anal scene and then also go do a Peter North come compilation and then come back to us. So you hire him. Incredible. Where are you? At a hotel? At a house? No, we have, I... We do, I'm trying to think, did I hire everything? Yeah, I think I did it. A location in the valley, like a big porn house in the valley where lots of videos are shot. And it's like, of course, princess themed. Uh-huh. And like a very, very beautiful outfit from Trashy Lingerie, which oh, used I to be like the them. hot spot in LA. Oh my shop. God. Yeah. I know, they're great. Oh. They have like custom everything. Yeah. This is like a custom oh, I can Cinderella see, costume. I can see your Cinderella in my mind's eye. With yeah. like, but like the ruffles come oh. right up to your butt. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's blue, so, but like your tits are hanging yeah, out. Yeah, so yes, beautiful. Yes, yes. And I think but a there's fan glitter? bought it from me. Oh my God, what? A yeah. fan so bought it? eBay? No, I think they DM'd me on Twitter and they were like, <laughs> can I buy this from you? And I was like, I mean... I okay guess. how much it's from <laughs> like way more than i bought it for so i was like <laughs> yeah, either way if it was the same profit. it was the same price i would have still been thrilled trashy is the most expensive costume designer oh, oh really? well for like trashy lingerie yeah, yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> for what they're advertising Sorry, for what it is <laughs> for the genre no it really is so i'm concerned though so for your first <laughs> anal on camera what did you do to prepare oh gosh i mean i hate didn't it's not like the scene was a perfect scene it's just that I really liked the look of the scene and I thought it was like a memorable and fun day because I like Peter North and I liked the content that we created and it was like I really liked my wardrobe my makeup and my hair yeah. <laughs> that matters <laughs> you, you know, felt and good it's, and it's yeah. funny probably for a guy it would be like oh dude my best scene was like the best sex that I ever had for a girl it's like I looked so I looked good so beautiful. and it was such and good I content and I fucking rocked it yeah, yeah. I mean I'm you know. did it feel good I mean I feel like and I, I think I talked about it in the book porn sex is not necessarily that Great enjoyable sex. yeah okay some of it is okay especially if you like find a partner you really you like I, I've had like plenty of partners where I'm like oh this this guy I love working with him but it's like you know, it's just so much better when you're not when cameras aren't filming you. I would imagine not performative. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Have you orgasmed on camera? I have orgasmed on camera probably like a handful of times, and maybe with like the use of a Hitachi. Uh huh. Mm. I just it's very rare. That's it's hard. How could you do that on command? You can't. Yeah. They no, would have some to catch people, it. They'd have some to people film. might be able to, though. I really think that there are some performers well, that can't. I'm just not one of them. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, and it's funny. I, I think to myself, like, this scenario sounds hot, right? Like having sex in public or having sex in front of other people sounds so hot. Like when I fantasize or like when I, you know, sometimes I, I masturbate acoustically where I don't use porn. I just use my mind. 
right? Acoustic. Instead of instead of, instead of masturbating electronically, right? Yeah. I'm masturbating acoustically yeah, with sure. just my brain. Sure. And it's usually that there's a bunch of people watching me have sex. Oh, interesting. But I know for a fact, if I got into that situation, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> no, that's why it's a fantasy. Exactly. Mind body connection is a fucking thing, right? Yeah. And if you can't connect to what you're doing because you're worried about the lighting and you're worried about the angle and you're worried about where the camera is under your cooch and you're mm -hmm. worried about like if he's hard or if you're making the right sounds, you're not going to be able to tap into the depths that you need to come up with that erotic orgasm that makes your toes curl. It's not going to look good. <laughs> no, no. Real orgasms look so much different than fake orgasms. And it oh, takes, yeah. takes an expert to spot them. Like, like, <laughs> it does. Yeah, well. it takes a lot of mental, like I really have to be there mentally so I can be there physically yep. like, present. Yeah. So it's mindfulness. It is. Yeah. Orgasms are mindful. Unless you're a guy. Unless you're a guy. <laughs> Unless you're no, a guy. No, 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 no. Oh my no, gosh. No, no, no. I feel like with every conversation, it's more and more like I hate men. No. But I don't. It's just is going in that direction. No. Well, if, even for me though, like I... <laughs> When it's one, no, I mean. <clears throat> what are you saying over there? I don't What's know. Gonna, I don't know. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta choose your words carefully. You want to reel that I'm, back in? Yeah, I'm going to just. You're going to just stop. I'm just going to stop um, what I'm So right I now. want to let everyone know a little bit of statistics about pornography before we go any further, because we're about to go into an area of pornography that I feel like might make some penis owners a bit defensive, and that's okay. We're going to talk about it. We're going to break it down. So 44% of, and this was a study that was done in 2021 by Pornhub. Okay. Wow. One of the largest porn sites. Yo, fuck yeah. Hey, back yeah. Or that's why they're in charge. I hope so. That's yeah, why they're they in charge. They do a lot of other research. 44% uh, of men 18 and over watched porn in the last month. 60% of men between the ages of 29 and 49 watched porn in the last month. So that is the biggest age group of people watching porn is men between the ages of 29 and 49. 11% of women over 18 said that they've watched porn in the last month. So there's a lot. And then 40% of women say that they've watched porn in their life, which I'm going to go ahead and say is probably higher than that. Yeah. And that women yeah. probably just don't want to say that they watch porn because a lot of women feel shame that they watch porn or what porn they watch. I'll tell you right the fuck now. I've said it a thousand fucking times. Lesbian porn is my favorite fucking porn to watch. Yeah. It's so beautiful. As a guy, I don't watch lesbian porn. Oh, I love lesbian porn. God damn it. Yeah. I mean, is nice. that as a performer, would you rather film guy, girl porn or girl, 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 girl porn? It just depends on the performer. I mean, I'm definitely bisexual, but I feel like my favorite performers in the business are men. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. In your civilian life, are you bisexual? So I want to be. It's just I feel like it's not that easy. No, like, it's not. To, no, it's not. 
get into that mm-hmm. game. So like, I, <laughs> it's a fucking. Well, great, I mean, because you would probably just have to go on like Tinder and like I've I've done girl. it. Like oh, I've been no. on Hinge. Right. I've put in you know like interested in females. I've talked to them. I've like said, "What are you up to?" Like I'm tried. It's just. I really give you a lot of credit because it's hard like to get a woman's attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and also a woman's trust. And also yeah. like a you lot have to of, also be into the look uh, of the woman. The woman yeah. A lot of things have to be going right because women, I feel like have, and rightfully so. I mean, when we talk about the reasons that women are quote unquote picky, we're the ones who have to, we're the ones who get pregnant. So like we have to fucking give our bodies up for nine months and we have more at stake when we have sex than men do. So we have every fucking right to be more picky. From like than, an evolutionary psychology From an evolutionary perspective, perspective like, we have every right to be more picky yeah. than men do because they can just ha- donate sperm and make 5,000 babies. That's some Genghis Khan <laughs> shit right And there. not fucking care, right? But yeah, we can fair. only have one like per year, basically. So from an evolutionary standpoint, we have every right to be fucking picky. However, when it comes to just fucking and just having sex, I think that women may have a bit more of a hard time thinking about, okay, so this woman wants to sleep with me, thinks I'm attractive. Like, I think they maybe don't believe it. I think that they maybe have imposter syndrome. Like, they don't necessarily think that another woman could possibly be attracted to them, could possibly be interested in them sexually. that's probably true. Right? And it's because, like, even when guys say they're interested in me, I was always like, what? Really? Yeah. (laughs) No. Surprised. No. No. (laughs) Not real. (laughs) Get out of here with that shit. So when a woman does it, you're probably like, no. What? No. Yeah. No. It's just like... I don't know. It's tricky, too, because it's like if you want to be organic about it and meet a woman naturally and ask yeah, her, that's, that's also hard, hard because yeah. what if she's just like not into women? It's, yeah. There's so many factors. Yeah. So you can't just go to I a would bar. like to, but. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard for sure. Yeah. We're going to do uh, uh, my um, my tip of the day. Tip of the day. It's one of my favorite things ever. Uh, We're going to talk about ethical porn. We're going to talk about how an individual can find and know that they are watching ethical porn. Can you, Tasha, tell me what ethical porn is? Like in your own words, not like a fucking textbook definition, but as a adult performer to you, what does it mean when someone says, I would like to watch ethical porn. Or when you say to somebody, I want you to be watching more ethical porn. What does that mean to you? Well, it's a loaded question. I feel like we're going to start with a paywall. Like Mm. you need to be paying for your porn, which nobody's doing. But if you are doing it, then congrats to you because that's (laughs) a step in the right direction because there's a a lot of different reasons that make sense. But one is that it's not pirated. Like mm-hmm. you're paying the company that paid the performers to watch the content and the movies that they created. And yep. so that's really a step in the right direction of being ethical. You're not going to be able to know everything that went on the day that the performers created the content, but there's a lot of ways to like research what companies have a good reputation for creating ethical content. Like, you know, whether that's um, like a girlfriend's film or a big brand company that like 
a lot of performers will have first-handed experiences and speak about them publicly. I mean, you have to do your research, but I just, I really think it starts with paying for your porn behind a paywall. What do you think are some good ethical porn sites? Do you have any off the top of your head that you can think of that you find um, to be on the up and up and that places that you would get your porn? Yeah, I really like the franchise of like vixen.com, black.com, tushy.com. That's a really high end, beautifully done porn. I feel like that is the way porn should go. Interesting. So a couple of tips from um, the interwebs. Try to find the performer consent policy. So if you can find the consent policy of that uh, content creator online and you can see what their consent policy is, um, it's a lot better for the performers when consent is involved and consent is detailed and every sort of sex act that they could possibly be involved in is laid out ahead of time. Um, ethical porn has to do with production. It has to do with taking care of the talent emotionally, physically, and financially. All performers should know what they're going to do before they get to set. And that is all they should have to do. They should never be surprised when they get to set. Does that sound accurate for you? Yeah, definitely. Watch the non-porn content too. So when you go to that website, check out what else they have on that website. What else are they promoting? What else are they talking about? What else do they stand for? Um, Kink.com will film the consent that is given and film the producer's reactions and the performer's reactions before and after the scene so you can make sure that the performers and the producers were on board with everything that took place during the session. How do you feel about that one? I didn't even, I mean, I've worked for them before. I've never seen You've that. worked for Kink.com? Yeah. They don't do that? They might do that. I've never experienced that myself. Interesting. There, maybe that's new. Maybe that's maybe new. it's new. Maybe that could very well be the case. It was a very long time ago, and it also could just be like maybe I didn't notice. <laughs> maybe not. It's hundred percent possible because <laughs> they're like they're very much about achieving an ethical consensual set. So obviously, everywhere you go, some something might slip through the crack. But sure. Especially they shoot some of like the most hardcore videos and they really kind of need to do that. Yeah. Brings me to my next tip. Yeah. BDSM porn can be the most ethical porn out there. Mm. And that's because the BDSM community as yeah. a whole is all about consent. Yeah. The rack model is a huge model in the BDSM What's community. That? It stands for, um, oh my God, my brain just died. Uh, rack. It stands for, Help me. Respect? No. We're going to get it right now. But the BDSM model of, uh, of consent is one of the most important ways that you can gain access to an individual's emotional, psychological, and physical consent. Go ahead. Rack, risk-aware consensual kink. Yes. Risk-aware consensual kink. So you know the risks involved with what you're about yeah. to do. Yeah, but they have to be like that because it's literal abuse. Yeah, really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Like you come home with bruises all over. It's gnarly. Uh, yeah. So it's yeah. like we give yeah. credit, but but also also <laughs> it also, is it is a bit it is, hard can be a bit heavy handed. Yeah, it's hard to control. And then also pay for your porn. 
That's another one of the tips on here is, is the biggest thing is to pay your performers. I never like that never occurred to me, but that's such a, well, it, if the thing is, it's not a guarantee, but if you pay for your porn, it's much more of a chance that that company is like a legit above the board company. You know what I mean? No, that makes a lot of sense. It's like, where's that money going? How do you feel about OnlyFans? I love OnlyFans. Okay. Yeah. Same. <laughs> no, but the reason I love it is because I've I've come to love amateur porn a lot more than uh, because oh. I found that through all of this, the podcast and whatnot, a lot of what I've realized that you see in OnlyFans is is all consent based, right? Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> the performers of OnlyFans are basically having sex with their boyfriends or their wives or. Or whoever they want, <laughs> yeah. or themselves, right. Yeah. or themselves, right, or themselves. So it's very like, and it seems very organic. And like, if the girl comes, I'm like, well, I think she really did because she's with her boyfriend. It makes sense. It's yeah. not like a producer saying, "Okay, come scene, go." Yeah, and the girl's like, uh, "I guess I'm faking it." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think OnlyFans changed the game. Oh, definitely for porn, but yeah. people are still going to Pornhub. And to yeah, it's a different type of content you're gonna get. Not everybody likes amateur porn. Do you do OnlyFans? Yeah, I love OnlyFans. I think it's like an incredible way that the business is moving, and it's definitely gives more like freedom to women. Yeah, and, and, you, and you get paid. I mean, you yeah. can get your stuff leaked, I guess. But I mean, there's your no. It's right it's there. it's really really a great tool, and I'm so happy to see the business going in that direction. Yeah. Do you have an OnlyFans? I do. What yeah. is it? Um, just, I think TashaRain.tv is how you would like get there or OnlyFans backslash TashaRain. Just my name. Just your name. Yeah. Just my name. (laughs) Fantastic. And are you still posting content today? Like right now, like up to today? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. That's amazing. That's, and your Instagram also is a great way to go through and find like uh, ways to get to your, your OnlyFans and all that good stuff. And you're posting all the freaking time. One point. How many? Two million Two million followers. I think it's one point one million followers. 1.1. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Thank you. I'm like confused with how Meta has kind of. I feel like it kind of blacklists a lot of people. Yeah. In like a weird algorithm that mm-hmm. I'm unfamiliar with, and no, I'm like totally unfamiliar. Unfamiliar. I've millennial. So I just kind of checked out. I'm like, Same. well, I got there, but all right, I don't know. What's I, going I reached five thousand followers, and I think most of them are bots. <laughs> and I'm like, That's no, I cool. was thinking, I was looking That's at fun. your Instagram, and I was thinking, I bet these people are really invested in what you have to say mm. because no, it's true because it's like. First of all, 5,000 people is a lot of people. Like, imagine a classroom. Right. No, 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 imagine seeing that many people. It's incredible. And thank you. I bet those people are, like, invested. That's the thing with, like, small audiences. Yeah. I feel like they actually care. Yeah. I get a lot of emails. I get a lot of emails and I get a lot of uh, messages on Instagram from people. And I message every... And by the way, anybody listening, if you want to fucking send me a message and you want to fucking send me an Instagram, I respond... To everybody. By the way, she wow. only had about 600 followers about four months ago. That's incredible. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I've been fucking bolsting that. I've been working on that like I'm working on my biceps. So, <laughs> hey. I saw that Instagram's doing a kind of like OnlyFans type thing now where you can pay for content. Subscription, you can, yeah. Interesting. Right? Subscribe to it's the story. I have a couple oh, friends that do yeah, that. Yeah, but it's probably like, I know, it's what, like, G-rated nonsense? Why would you? I know, no, facts. Exactly. Why no, would you facts. pay for it? No. I was thinking about doing a Patreon. Like, have you ever thought about Patreon? Yeah, yeah. Do you have one? No. 
Because it's like a competitor, so like, why would I make? No, that's you know, fair. No, but I mean, yeah. I hear it's really good. Yeah, why, I do too. What are you gonna do with it? No, podcast? like he release wants to do podcast stuff. Release not... like podcast. <laughs> You're like, real quick about that. <laughs> no, no, I. She dude, wants to I, do podcasts. That's all she I wants told to do. Her, okay. I'm like, I'm all. You want to make? A, you want to do it? OnlyFans. We can do that. I'm down. He has. We have. We have. We have videos and photos yeah. that are for How our cool teacher? consumption like, and like. Oh yeah, that's the reason we can't. And but really. we can't release it because oh, I'm yeah. a teacher, and so, um, oh. you know, students find you on the internet, and then they're like, on the first day of class, you have a podcast, and I'm like, please don't listen to it until the end of class because I don't want you to know that I masturbate to lesbian porn until oh, I'm done teaching you. Oh my gosh! Like, can you not? But luckily, like the topic you teach. It's, it's very, very human, chill. Very, it's human sexuality. It's, yeah, it's, it's literally like you should have an OnlyFans. I should. <laughs> like, you teach how do you, how do you teach people about kink and BDSM if you don't experience kink and BDSM? How can you actually say that you are a good educator about masturbation if you don't masturbate? Right? Like, there's right. no way that you can fucking say that. Media literacy. Wait, Wait. I just thought of something that I have to share. Please. please. About kink.com. It literally just got into my head and I have to share it. It's really funny. I love it. Please. Please. It's just funny to me. So I went, I've shopped for them multiple times and I went once up to San Francisco. They have like a castle. I don't know if you've been. But it's or no. First castle? No, it's like their own castle in San Francisco in the city and you can do tours. What? What? Bizarre. Okay. Okay. Look it up. <laughs> Kink.com has a castle you can do. That's where you shoot. Oh my God. It's we're going wild. Okay. So I get up there and it's like, I want to say it's a four way scene. And sometimes they do do like semi vanilla, but it's not really vanilla, but it's vanilla for them. And it's just like a regular girl, girl, boy, boy scene. Okay. And I go up with like people I know. And I almost want to say it was like a commercial for them, but obviously not a TV commercial, but some sort of commercial advertising them. I don't know. It's a sex scene. We get naked. We're ready to do the scene. And I can't remember what the performer's name was. He did not mean to at all. We were switching positions and he kicked me in the face. It was oh. a complete accident. Oh, no. There was, he felt so badly oh, no. about it. Yeah. And my reaction was so dramatic. Oh, it was no. like in my nose and it was like swelling. You could taste it. You oh, could taste oh, the blood. You were so, so bad. Oh, yeah. It took you right out of it. Took me right out. Nope. And they were really good about getting us all paid and sending me the fuck home. And I didn't do the scene and I was oh, wow. paid fully. So wow. they're legit. Go kink.com. Yeah, they're like, here's your paycheck. Please leave. I'm so sorry you were hit in the face. They were like, can you make a video though? Like to say you're okay. Say you're fine. Wow. Thank you. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Dude, I, I would imagine that shit like that happens on porn sets a lot where yeah. there's like bumping okay. of teeth or like I feel like that was the only time where I was like really? kicked in the Have face. you ever been riding <laughs> Okay, so here's here's something I think would be some something that happens frequently. You're riding a dick and you bend it. Yeah, that's really sad. I feel like both like broken. Things. Yeah, I feel like you have you ever like, No, that's never happened to me. Really? I'm just an amateur. She's all, she's Damn all, I'm, she's like, I'm too good. I'm a professional. That doesn't happen to me. Um, what is there? It's my podcast. So I'm going to have to ask you, what's your favorite position to do in porn? What is your favorite position to do in civilian sex? Oh, it's such a good question. Thank you. You're welcome. In porn, I think that my favorite position would probably 
the doggy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then in real life, is that because it's like, oh, oh, really? I just like doggy. Okay. Okay. What were you going to say? I was going to say, is it because in porn, when you're doing doggy, it's a really great angle for the camera because you can see the dick and you can see your tits and you can see your face. So they're like, everyone's like, everything is out there to be seen. And so it's like really great content. But then I know a lot of girls whose favorite position, one of our friends, Amy, shout out to Amy, her favorite position is doggy. Which, isn't yeah. that your favorite position yeah. too? Yeah. It's that just is. a great it's position because you're kind of removed, right? Because you're like <laughs> doing your own thing. No, I can like focus. DJ diddles over here. <laughs> no, you really can focus. It's true. And you're not like up in somebody's face. And oh, like, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> my favorite is cowgirl and I want my forehead pressed against your oh. forehead and I'm going to grind the Fuck out of your yeah, day. Not like so much work. It's a lot of work. I love it. You have here. Yeah, here's I don't want to do. That. I love it. Here's yeah. what I found. There's two schools of women. There's girls <laughs> that the first school, which is my wife, who will loves doing the work because it takes her like 60 seconds to get there, and she's like, oh. if I do it myself, yeah, cool. Right. And, you know what you want, and you're gonna attack. And <laughs> she can she can, get, she can get a twofer in there. Oh yeah, in another 30, 60 seconds if she keeps going. Right. Wow. I don't think oh, all yeah. girls can do that. No, no, no. No, that's I a know. Skill. No, that's, yeah. a, You've that's like, a skill that put I've that on your resume. I've homed. I'm going to put that on my fucking resume. You and could. Then, yeah. Multi-orgasmic. <laughs> so, yeah. So when we first started having sex, I was like, damn, all right, cool. Cool. This happens. All right. What? That's so amazing. You don't have, multi- you don't have that? Not in that, not that way. No. Not like yeah. on top. Oh. No. It okay. is pretty unique though. I mean, you think, babe. I mean, I, no, nobody... <laughs> but you come, you can come multiple times back to back. Yeah, but I have to like kind of like use my hand. I sure. have, I have to use my hands. Yeah, I like yeah. gotta use my hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the dick I've, can be in there, but that's what I'm saying. The like the dick, exactly. like what's the point? Hands a, need to be involved. Your dick can be here, degree. but trust we me, we need when a I male advocate. You, I don't. <laughs> what is their point? What is the fucking? You really are this. Unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do again? What do you do again? Okay. <laughs> this is office space. So your your job's kind of redundant, <laughs> is it not? It's a mirror, it's a mirror. Oh, man. Not going to work. Anymore. Not going to work here anymore. Um, when you are in... Okay, so you met your now fiancé. I'm afraid that the book... Things have changed from the book to today. Fuck. Okay. Can we can we clarify? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh like thank it. God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you in the book. Yeah. I mean, it's not like people can't go fucking read it. You. <laughs> you or got, listen to spoiler it. Spoiler alert. On Audible. <laughs> spoiler alert. You met him. You you met him on Hinge. Yeah. And tall, blonde, handsome, tattooed. Handsome. He is fucking handsome. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Bro, I'd fuck. Um, and you guys got pregnant and then you had a really rough pregnancy and your hormones. And look, I have a lot of nieces and nephews. And when my my family had girls, the hormones were way different than when they had boys. And oh, fuck. Yeah. And our friends, too. Our friends hormones were weird when they had boys versus when they had girls. You guys broke up. Mm. And then you went to therapy. Mm-hmm. You got back together. Mm-hmm. You were together when he was born. Yeah. Yeah. Are you together now? 
no, we're co-parenting and we're so much happier. Oh, oh my gosh. It's so much better for our baby. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you live together? No, we were living together. We were trying to make it work. I wanted like the nuclear idyllic family situation. That is like to me the ultimate goal. I, that's what I wanted. But at the end of the day, your kid will pick up on the energy between you. And so I made the choice to be like, listen, I love you. You are the father of my child. Let's co-parent and live 15 minutes away from each other. Love and it. let's do a great job. And let's be nice and cordial and always sweet to each other. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't want to marry you. Yeah. yeah. So that, that is such a much better environment for the child to mm -hmm. grow up in rather than like just arguments all the time or disagreements. Totally. You're right. They're going to pick up on the energy and whatever. It's like, yeah. And I think that it's really important for the listener to know how badly you want to be a mother. Oh yeah. You tried on your own to be a mom. You tried to date people, um, through online dating, through friends. Um, you, you really put forth, <laughs> such an effort to find that become a mom. to be a mom. <laughs> you even yeah. considered a sperm donor. I did. I did IUIs you with did. a sperm donor and I got pregnant and yep. it, I miscarried the pregnancy, which is really common. And mm -hmm. I mean, it is interesting that that's how I was conceived and it's such a rare thing. I thought that that was one of the best moments in the book. Really? I thought it was yeah. the most beautiful full circle. Oh amazing tie back and throwback to what you talked about in the beginning of the book. And I was like, wow, the fact and, and how therapeutic that must have been for you to say, I want a child so badly. I would, I'm going to go to a sperm donor and to think about how bad your mom wanted yeah. you that she was willing to go to a sperm donor. Yeah. I don't think it's a story that I hear very often. It's usually Me neither. like, you know, cause not all women really want to be moms. Right. A. right <laughs> I and, don't have them. <laughs> yeah. And then like a lot of people also, I think a lot of people don't want to own up to the fact that they just want to be a mom. And, and they so don't want to be a, um, maybe in a relationship. No, but with, then they get married yeah. to have the baby, but they don't yeah. tell anybody that that's the main objective. Yeah. yeah we so know some, we know some people. Yeah. I, I think it's, a lot more I than like it is. I feel like a lot of people want to be moms and so they settle. Correct. For a guy who's willing to be a sperm donor. Correct. That is 100% what's then going they on. Marry the sperm donor. Yeah. I know it, but and not everybody has a situation where financially they can just become a mom. Absolutely. But oh, yeah. in California, to be a mom is like to drive a Rolls Royce, it's right. expensive. Oh, I mean, God. the average house is seven fifty, seven hundred fifty thousand in the entire state of California. <laughs> that and I mean, crazy. and then you go that to L.A. Bakersfield, like Huntington Beach, the lowest God. house I could find was eight fifty for a three bedroom. Like it's like a mill. I don't even know if like yeah. listeners, because we have listeners all over the place. By the way, shout out to Germany. How you doing, Germany? Oh. Um, they were our highest country besides America last month. So Incredible. we're shout outing yeah. to. Well, we're hello. also shouting out. Nine. <laughs> Hi. Hi. No. Uh, no wait. Uh, no. Uh, guten Tag. Yeah. Guten What's tag. that mean? Hello. Hello. Guten Tag. There you go. Uh, and then Colorado was our highest downloaded mountain. state of last <laughs> month. So mountain. So let's Rocky get mountain. the Germans and, and the Coloradians. Colorado. Colorado. Shout out to Aaron. There you go. Aaron. Yeah, shout out to Aaron. Aaron. Yo, I want 
them to understand that uh where the fuck was i going with that how expensive the real estate in oh California my god is. so yeah and having kids bro huntington beach when i say i live here in huntington beach people in these other places are probably like <gasps> surf city oh my god huntington beach you're it's right pretty by dope the beach. here it, yeah, it's expensive it is, it is. okay it's good. There's a lot of white supremacists in Huntington Beach. Oh, thank you very much for saying what I was trying that. not to say. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I've lived here my entire life, yes. and it's a very su- small subset of But they're actual- concentrated. But they're well, constantly They're small, but talking. fucking loud. They're, loud they, they, they're right they here. Set up, they set up in Main Street. Oh, my right God. Right in front of the pier. They're so annoying. There's, but there's only... I mean, you see there's like 30 Dude. down there every weekend, and it's the same fucking white trash the other day fucking people there we drove by them and i rolled down the window and i yelled i'm getting gang banged later and then rolled the window back up like i don't fuck like they would like that they do deep down but at that moment they wanted to pray for me right like because they're they're super super religious are they Oh, oh yeah. gosh, I have like such a different vision of what. Oh, no, they're yeah, no, no. extremely Wait, what religious. Are you, what are you no, imagining? They are not actually. You, they um, identify fact. as that. They are you, not Christ like in any no, fucking I, way. I, I love they are, those They're people, not religious people. The people no. that you find that are prototypical Huntington people yeah. are ultra conservative, they're ultra religious, they're ultra racist. Mm. They won't, they won't at face value tell you that they're racist, but they're fucking, they're definitely racist. Definitely. Um, and Huntington yeah, Beach is not diverse. There's a lot of white people here. It's very white. Uh, I guess I just have a visual of them with like shaved heads and tattoos. It's like honestly, that, that was an fair. image of Huntington Beach <laughs> back in like the 80s, that's where fair. that was and, like, probably a thing. And 90s, maybe. Yeah, like that kind of that neo Nazi vibe. You not grew up now, in Laguna Beach. There was a lot of hippies, before. and Laguna Beach is so LGBTQ friendly. It like is. I used to go to the Boom Boom Room. It is, but it is. Do you remember the Boom Boom Room off of Diamond? Yeah, but like the actual culture of like growing up in Laguna Beach is a little. It's different. Like when I it's was not as up, as friendly as I it think might it be is. now because I'm an elderly millennial. But like when I was <laughs> at school, I mean. It was very much out of like a stereotypical teen movie where everybody is, you know, calling people the F-A-G word. And no. Like, oh, and very racist. But in really? like an, in an elite racist way. <laughs> yeah, so not like a neo-Nazi shaved head tattoo way, but more of like really bad, really Orange racist. County in California. So California, clearly a blue state, clearly very democratic, very liberal. And I'm very lucky to live here. And I say it all the time. I And I tell my students all the time, especially where I teach, which is a very privileged, very wealthy school. I remind them of how privileged they are on a regular basis. You live in a state that not only supports women, but supports the LGBTQ community and supports sex workers. And your religion. And supports yeah. whatever religion you want to be. And wants to fight homelessness. And like we wants live to want, like, we're the number one homeless we are. state though. So we are. And I think the reason is because it's, it's nice here and like it's cold. Other like it's if you're gonna yeah, if politics. Listen, too. Politics too. We have some like really bad politicians. We do. Really bad liberal progressives. Oh my god. So many bad ones. <laughs> okay. But where we live compared to a lot of other states right now is I can talk about sex in school. We have a law in California where I can talk about um, LGBTQ issues without facing the fear of getting fired. There's actually a law that protects teachers in the state of California from talking about LGBTQ issues without getting fired. That's an actual law here. 
Thank God. Because in other states, I if I talked about LGBTQ issues, I would get fired. Florida is probably one of them. Of course As it a is. college teacher? Any level of education. Oh my gosh. No, I mean, I remember learning about like... Uh, frick, what's it called? Creationist like history, like talking about how evolution happened, but mm-hmm. from a creationist perspective, and that's literally the textbook that you're in given. Hawaii. In Hawaii? No, no, not in Hawaii. Like in when I went to Chapman, like the oh. we I was taking this like class for psych, whatever. We were learning about some other states, like Middle America kind yeah. of states that are yeah. talking about they do creationism. creationism. It's creationism is. The science class that you get. Yeah. That's not surprising to me. It's like, no. but it's not the fact that that's allowed okay. just blows my mind. Like, if that's the only education? Yeah, that's, not that's, that's the only, that's that the only education that yeah. they get. Let me about tell you this, Tasha. Are you ready for this stat to blow your mind? I do love statistics. They kind of make, I can tell. They no make me a little horny. Side hustle job. Hey, mm. they <laughs> make me a little horny. In this country, 13 states mandate that their sexual education is medically accurate. 13 states out of 50 mm-hmm. require medically accurate sexual education. That makes me so fucking mad. So 37 are just like, whatever. Whatever you want to fucking like, talk okay, about. It's like, okay, so you want to take away my reproductive <laughs> rights. I know, it's so it's wild. But you won't teach me how to have sex correctly? Right. Like, no, yeah, no, people have like such interesting ideas about this topic and lately it's been being brought up a lot uh-huh. it's curious to talk to those people have you ever talked to the people that believe that <sighs> it'd be i grew up in it oh yeah yeah, yeah oh. she grew up in that shit so yes recently no i i really saturate myself in a a mindset of education as much as I possibly can. I want to educate. An echo chamber, though. Uh, a I'm little sorry. bit, yeah. It's not good. A little, a it's not good as yeah. an educator. You know right. that's not good. You're I'm not, not an not educator, wrong. but I'm just letting you know it's not. You're good. not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. <laughs> so now, in 101 of education, you shouldn't be in an echo chamber listening I to yourself. I should not. I want to go to other places, but I'm afraid. No, well, you're not. A little bit. To have the convo, though? Not to have the conversation. That's what I'm saying. It's interesting to talk to these people. Yes. Because you and I would be the echo chamber, but I have a lot of friends who don't have my same political views, and it's fascinating because I'm like, oh, I never thought of it like that. I get I get a little... Like that. Um, <laughs> what is it? What do I do? No, Me, I do. I get, I get like hives, right? Like I get, what is it? Like when people physiological when, reaction. I do. Your blood pressure raises a little bit. It makes yeah. my throat close a little, like anxiety. A little bit when people talk about like restricting education about body autonomy and consent and like yeah. uh, something that physiologically and evolutionarily we we all almost all of us do and when you talk about taking the rights away from specific groups of people mm-hmm. and then also speaking about them in a way that's derogatory on purpose and mm-hmm. teaching about them yeah. in a way that's not factual or not teaching about them at all or not teaching right. about yeah. them at all we have I'll, I'll say what ashley wants to say we have <laughs> very little patience or bandwidth for tolerance tolerance for like the conservative mindset of education and Mm. anything that has to do with sex education or rights 
So. Race education. I just personally don't. Did you see? To, oh yeah, yeah, go on. No, sorry. I just like don't understand. I did gatekeeping that kind of knowledge. It's I, like, yeah. are what? we going to talk about how affirmative? <laughs> how affirmative action was? Just are, are we getting into this today? Struck the so fuck down today. Crazy. I was crying in the car on the way over here looking for the daily of me I, on NPR. I love the daily. On, yeah. yeah. Um, affirmative action. Yeah, it was struck down today. So now Sick. colleges can. And then also on the same day, they said, hey, fuck your student loans. You have to pay them. Yeah. So. Wait, what? No. Yeah. yeah. The Supreme Court said <laughs> oh, that. Oh, no, Mia. I got to pay my student loans. <laughs> God damn it. BRB. You thought you got off. Got I off. thought yeah, I got off. No. This is why I need to listen to the news. Mia just graduated, by the way. <laughs> she did. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. We're so proud of you. Oh, and she God. was about to be like, YOLO, no fucking. <laughs> Yeah, I'm literally logging in right now. And now Not she's me like, logging uh, in right now. Uh, um, okay, this is a great place to take another break. We are going to really quickly take a break. Uh, and uh, when we come back, I swear to freaking God, we're going to play the porn name game. And oh, that is yeah. how we're going out. <laughs> this oh. is... This is how we're going out in this episode. We're going to talk a little bit about um, the stigma of sex workers because I think that it is a really unfair stigma that we have against people who work in the sex industry. And it's a weird one. It's a weird fucking stigma. Like, especially since it's the oldest goddamn profession in the world and it has stood the test of time. <laughs> like, everybody wants to fuck. So um, I don't know why we treat people who work in the sex industry with such fucking disdain. Jealousy. Ooh. Uh, that's why I tell everybody. That's what I've always said. No, I've always said that. That actually makes a lot of sense now that you well, say I that. Why do you say that about anybody that like disagrees with me? <laughs> <laughs> They're just jealous. Right. No, but I'm jealous. I, I, I think that way, though. I, I think yeah. that's not fucking far off. Um, we'll be right back. Come right back. It's like someone took a knife, baby, edgy and dull, and cut a six-inch valley through the middle of my soul. At night I wake up with the sheets soaking wet and a freight train running through the middle of my head and you. Your Position podcast wants to hear from you. Call 513-6969-SEX anytime and leave us a message. Maybe you have a question about anal, you have a fact about fisting, or you just want to say, hello, fellow human. 513-6969-SEX. Call us. 
We will play your message in an upcoming episode. That's 513-69-69739. And remember, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. fellow humans to this full frontal with Tasha Rain. God damn it, we're happy you're here. Thank you for having me. This has been so fun. I love this. Love having you. I want to talk a little bit about how sex work is looked at as a stigma. So when I say sex work, that's a big fat umbrella, right? It's kind of like me saying the word sports. Correct. Okay. When I think of the word sport, a specific sport pops into my head. <laughs> Husband Kevin Weller, what sport pops into your head? Football. Tasha? Football. Yeah, football. See, I think baseball. Some people think sports, Basketball, maybe. soccer, you know, like, and what kind of football, right? Like British football, our football, whatever. America. America football. Um, soccer. <laughs> sex work encompasses so many facets of areas in our lives that we consume on a regular basis, whether that be pornography, whether that be stripping, whether that be escorting, whether that be um, any sort of, of modeling in pictures, whether that be erotic novel writing, sex work is, is throughout the grain of our society and it is art form. It is art. It has been around since the dawn of time. I do a lecture on the history of erotic art because I don't like calling it pornography because I love that. Oh my when gosh, I say, we really are so similar. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. When I it's say adorable. porn, I don't like the ideas that people come up with in their heads. So I like to say the history of erotic art because we went to Italy and in Pompeii, which I know you've been to as well, there's dicks everywhere. Yeah. There's porn everywhere in Pompeii. Yeah. In Greece, there's porn all over. There's erotic clay pots. There's erotic paintings. They opened brothels in Italy back in the 16th century during the Christian revolution to dissuade individuals from being homosexual. They actually opened brothels in the hopes that men would attend the brothels so that they could have sex with women so that they wouldn't have sex with men. That's how they thought that they could get rid of gay people back then was by opening brothels. So just exposure therapy, right? Yeah. Exposure <laughs> therapy. Aversion, aversion therapy, <laughs> boobs. Um, gay guys love boobs. Honestly, so really, it could have worked. Really, love they boobs. love them. They They're, like boobs as much as straight men to the uh, point where you're like, honestly, are you gay? Are or you straight? really? But straight women, I love boobs too, though. 
like so I think people love doesn't boobs. love babies Honestly, love boobs like, babies yeah. love like bo- old people love boobs dog yeah, loves, loves dogs boobs. love boobs like boobs are, boobs are great like boobs can we just great. all have a consensus that boobs <laughs> are fantastic i love boobs i know you do uh <laughs> <laughs> you really do he sent me a I meme love the other day that was like he was like uh my wife, when she when she asks if I want a nude, and it was like the angry, um, the angry shrimp from SpongeBob, and the camera shaking, and he's like, for the seven thousandth and nine hundred and seventy fifth time, yes, I want to see your titties. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Always. Always send me. Always titties. Always send me the tits. I don't care. Um, <laughs> sex work is so marginalized, though, and it's become this unfortunate scenario where sex workers can't express illegal activity that's taking place at their workplace because we don't have the ability to a take our blinders off and say these individuals are human beings they're doing jobs that we're consuming excuse me 60 percent of men between the ages of 29 and 49 have watched pornography so you're clearly consuming this commodity Mm -hmm. so you should probably support the people who are actually that would be like if you said um i'm gonna go see a movie right like 60 percent of people go see recent movies if you said fuck the people who scoop my popcorn strike too right the writer's strike that's happening right now you're not supporting these people like we're not supporting the art that we are consuming no and it is art it's like it's it's, fucking art it takes skill and it's a labor yeah oh yeah i mean my god how many calories do you think you burn during a fucking porn shoot oh my gosh i mean have yeah. you ever worn like a Fitbit and like done like some research? No, but I'm sure performers have done that. It's so <laughs> we much can fun. ask them. We'll figure it out. And we love it. Can I data. ask my question right now? So yes, please. Talking. Okay. So I saw, uh, and I, uh, the reason I wanted to, I just wanted to fit this question in because it was just popped in the back of my she head. Said. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, she did. Uh, so I was watching an Instagram reel. It was actually an Instagram uh, or a podcast called, I think, the Squirrel Squirt Podcast. And it's, it's various porn stars male and female, and they just do, like, a roundtable talk about anything related to porn. But they said, the one girl said, she's, like, 99%, like, pretty much every male porn star takes Viagra or Cialis prior to a shoot. Mm -hmm. And a very, very large percentage of them uh, actually inject Mm -hmm. that into their penis Mm -hmm. before shoots. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. It's sad. But not all of them. Would you say close to 90%? I mean, I don't see them injecting it, but I have heard that you need help. Would you say that most male sex performers need some sort of enhancing drug in order for them to perform for the amount of time that they have to be there? I think so, but I am not a male and I don't actually know for sure. So it's difficult for me to like. That's fair. I That's my take on it. I think that that's true. and. Mm-hmm. But like I said, because I mean, I guess the guys that you perform with, I mean, if they're, they're going to take something not them in front, front of me, right but right I know enough male mm-hmm. talent and am, have been in business for long enough to know that that is true, that they take something to enhance, you know, their performance. But I, I also don't think that that's surprising. I think that, of course, they have to do that right. because the the hours are long and it's a vigorous situation. And 
I would do it too. No, I, and I and I'm not and I'm not judging. I just yeah, you have to. And you're right. It shouldn't be surprising because I remember I had in one of my human sexuality classes when I took at OCC when I was when I was in college, uh, we had a porn star, male porn star. His name was Jeff. I don't remember what his last name was, but he said, he's all imagine this, and he was talking about how difficult it is for male porn stars, and he's like, shower scene, okay, what happens when you have hot water, like mm. steam. Yeah, team gets on clamp camera lenses. So you, if you do a shower scene, it's it has to be, be cold, cold water, and then you have to kind of get in this tight space and all this. I stuff. mean, yeah, all of the oh my gosh, the very right. uncomfortable. Right, and then you know if you don't get the right, it's very stressful for right. the, the male it takes, talent. It honestly, takes a long time, right? and I like again, they're always. I I talked about them in my book, but they're not like intimidating most of the time because they really are your equal. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like porn is a very humbling job. Even though porn is probably one of the only places where women are paid more than men. Yeah. Absolutely. I always say it. People don't like to hear it. I yeah. No, I love like, it. I don't I, know why they don't like to hear it. I don't either. That's weird to really? me. Really? I they don't like to hear That's a. They don't like to hear it. That's interesting. Well, they like to say that that's not true. I'm like, what other professions <laughs> it are is. paying women Where more? are women getting paid more? I don't know. Well, they, I mean, you get and you talk to people, some people that don't believe there's a, a pay gap. And, oh, and okay. There's like so much statistics and it, oh, I mean, it just it's you just know. there. It's and people are like the math's and then, not and then, laughing. The math's not laughing. And then they the say, well, laughing. women are they take more t- time off. They they know, do pay. because we're different. We're right. not the same. Well, obviously, right. because men don't take time off when their kid gets sick. Right. <laughs> Right, because women, women do. do two jobs. They're the Both. mom, they're the dad, they're the Speaking worker. of babies, how is it to be a mom? Oh, my gosh. It's incredible. Is it everything you wanted it to be? I mean, everything and more. It's really hard. <laughs> is it great, though? Wait, how old? It's the most perfect. He's like eight, eight months? He's a year. No fucking oh, way. <gasps> what, did you do for his, what did you do for his first year birthday? Wait, what did you say? Fresh out of the oven. Fresh still. out of the oven. So for his first year birthday, yeah. Yeah. I did like a very large party and it was under the water themed. No. We had oh live God. mermaids. Oh my God. I dressed up as a mermaid. Of course you did. Like full mermaid. <gasps> Mermaidia. With a tail. Yes. Oh my God. Everybody That's had fantastic. tails. They were like professional mermaids. Okay. Wow. Everything was gorgeous under the water. Blue. There was performers. There were like instruments. It was Oh. It was a wedding. It was a wedding for him. Oh, and it was wonderful. It was like so and his name fun. is his name is precious and wonderful, and you yeah. don't have to say it if you yeah. don't want to. It's, yeah. you no, know, he's a baby, no, and he's, he's a wonderful. Baby. And I'll, yeah. he's got the sweetest little cheeks, like <gasps> the chunks. I want to bite him. The chunks and bright red hair. Yep, bright red hair. Bright red hair. Uh, Albino skin, blue I eyes, want and a pot <laughs> belly. I'm like, you better be tall. Want to bite? Want to bite? Want to bite? You better be tall. <laughs> How do you feel like you're going to be able to explain media literacy to your son? Oh, my gosh. It is so daunting. First of all, he keeps grabbing the phone. Like That's <laughs> what kids do. They grab the iPhone. You're it's like, colorful. It's bright. And you're on shiny. it. Shiny. And you're looking yeah. at it. Yeah. So, you know, I am going to have to continue to figure out a way to make him a media literate consumer. Like right now, my whole goal is to just keep him so innocent. And that's why, I mean, this conversation about like, you know, children and sex and education is coming up now because I'm like, I am a mom. Yeah. But I am going to make sure that he goes to 
private school in the woods. And <laughs> that is goal number one. If that private school in the woods so needs a health and, edu- oh and sex God, education so teacher, yeah. I'll drive oh. I'll drive to the woods and teach all of those children. I mean, we're talking, you know, preschool level. Oh, and I have a plan, by the way, I have a plan that I'm patenting that no one's allowed to, to hear or talk about where I, t- where I have comprehensive health and sex education for every age group. I believe you. Yeah, I'm sure there's a way to do it. But the, I mean, they're like really... <laughs> really out there they're like we don't celebrate the holidays whoa we only celebrate the seasons oh, oh wait wait but is this a like real solstice this is a real school oh yeah i applied like a oh, solstice wow. like so like they yeah. celebrate the solstice correct oh fantastic give them my name <laughs> yeah they would have would me in. in a thousand i think i think, they, I, think you would, I don't know if you Fuck want it. to go to you, this location but it is I'm definitely right. cool yeah I'm Where, what's the area i'm just curious like wet like way like deep in the mountains. Deep in the mountains. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give you my stat of the day. Yes. Um, I'm very excited about it. And then we're going to play our porn name. Oh I'm very God. excited. So earlier I said there were 4 million babies born in the United States in 2018. And in 2019, they asked how those babies were conceived. And I asked you what percentage of babies were conceived via sperm donation. The winner. Do we need a little refresher? Oh, I'm going to give a refresher, but I'm going to say the winner first because I'm shocked. Oh, you're going to be me. It's going to be me. It's It's husband Kevin (gasps) Webb. Yeah. The percentage of individuals who used sperm donation for their live birth of babies was 1.5%. What? Yep. 60,000 births out of 4 million at a height height right now. Giving children a Right. So, Mia, what was your number? I said 0.35%. And what did Tasha say? 0.003%. Zero, wait, 0.0003%. Okay. And I honestly think that both of you were in the right direction because it is a very low, it's one of the lowest, right? Like IVF and like um, saving your eggs, Those that's much higher than sperm donation. But we also have to take into consideration that not everyone goes to a sperm bank to get sperm donation. Some people actually use the sperm of people they know. Oh. Like if your husband is impotent and you get the sperm from, <laughs> what his, a word. from his brother, I know. You get the- You impotent loser. You <laughs> 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 Impotent fool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say that from now on. Uh, And you get his brother's sperm because you want him to be part of your family. You want him to have the same DNA. You want him to have the same genes. You want him to, or if you are uh, someone's surrogate, or if you have a friend who you feel like is a good candidate for you. If you are uh, two women who want to have children and you have a male friend who wants to donate his sperm. So we have to remember, it's not just sperm banks that are using sperm, but 1.5% of all births in births in 2018 were done via sperm bank. Wow. So it's a little That's higher a than lot. I know it's a higher percentage what than we thought. What is my prize? Um, Glory. Mm-hmm. He looks back. entitled. He <laughs> does. He looks very throne. He looks I, very throne like. Right. Like, right. Something's happening. His feet Something's up. going on. Something's happening. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't win very often in this. Oh, that's stat. bullshit. It, I win often. <laughs> 
you wish. All right. We're going to play the porn <laughs> name game. So I read in your book that you picked your porn name. Can you please explain how you picked this name? Yes. So I just came up with it. Your name's not Tasha Rain. My real name's not <laughs> Tasha Rain. Uh, but you are out as a performer. So if oh, people yeah. see you, no, like, my it's real, fine. My real name's Rachel, but oh, so uh, <laughs> definitely not Tasha. Though. <laughs> How'd you pick Tasha? So I danced at a club called Silver Rain in oh. LA. Uh. And I thought, I really like that name because it's like powerful, reigning over something. And it's so pretty. And... I liked the name Tasha and I just kind of talked about it with my mom and some of my friends. And I was like, okay, that's it. That's Tasha it. Rain. That's the one. That's the one. There you go. You stuck with it. All right. So we're going to go around in a circle. Okay. Um, and we are going to tell each other what the answer would be. And this, there are, um, there are a lot of examples, but I'm going to pick the funniest ones. Okay. okay. Are you ready? So ready for your porn name. The last thing you ate and the color of your underwear. Yeah. Pizza. Oh, no, we had hummus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hummus and my underwear's pink. Hummus pink. That's not sexy at all. I don't like all. that. That's not sexy at Welcome all. Welcome to the stage. Husband <laughs> Weller. It's, a, it's food and then the color. Yep. So it's pizza gray. Oh, God. Yeah, That's not gray. good at all. What is yours? Taco Commando. Okay. <laughs> I love that one. That's a great one. That's fucking fantastic. That's great. <laughs> Mine would be Cracker Black. <laughs> I like that one too. Which is so dichotomous. Yes. <laughs> and not appropriate in it. Cracker Black. <laughs> not appropriate. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, Taco Commando. I, like, I think Taco I like Commando that one. Wins you should just change your Instagram. You should change yeah. it immediately. Just Taco for, Commando. Just for one, just for one day. The name, your mother's maiden name, and the name of your first stuffed animal. Go. Sherman and Sweetie Pie. <laughs> Sweetie Pie Sherman. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Mia's losing. I'm losing hardcore. I'm going to do it the way I want to say it. So it would be Fievel Smith. Fievel Smith. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Lorraine Raggedy Ann. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Mine would be uh, Gummy Walker. So Gummy Walker. we're not doing that. That is your granny porn name. That's though, my definitely. granny porn name for sure. <laughs> oh my God. Your middle name plus your Hogwarts house. Mm, Keale Hufflepuff. <laughs> Ooh, wow. I don't like that. I like it. I don't, I don't know what the fuck my house is. Slytherin, Slytherin? motherfucker. Okay. You Mark, are Slytherin? Mark Slytherin is so oh, that's sexy. Good. That's okay. Slytherin. You don't know your your Harry Potter house? The first thing that came to mind was Slytherin as well. Okay, so well, Lorraine Slytherin. Okay, fantastic. Mine would be Lauren. Lorraine is your middle name? Yeah. Wow, so we really are very similar. Oh. Uh, Lauren Ravenclaw. Um, the color of your childhood bedroom plus your favorite grocery store. This is stupid. This is so No, dumb. you got to do what I... I know. Okay. My, All right, husband. What, the street name? Go yeah. ahead. We already went over that. That's ridiculous That's okay. No, we're going to do it. Yours is... We're going to do it. People mine's are going to hear ridiculous. it. ridiculous. All right. Yeah, mine, mine is great. That's why I'm Tell us what it is. So mine would be Mark. No, 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 no. Tell us how to do it. Okay, so it'll be your middle name. Plus the street you grew up on. Okay. So let's go with Mia first because this is the best one. 
Ke'ale Pepe Ekeo. <laughs> <laughs> It's a mouthful. I grew up in Hawaii. What do you want? Yeah. Love it. <laughs> okay, I'll go. Uh, so mine would be Mark Stingray, which is great. That's Mark Stingray. I mean, I'd fuck Mark Stingray. Yeah, definitely. I would. And this is a pet? And no, this is your middle name middle and name. the street you grew up on. Oh, Lorraine Cajon? <laughs> That's terrible. Terrible. Another la- Lorraine. Very Latin sounding. Yeah. Very. Lorraine mine would Cajon. be Lauren Tierra. Oh, that's, that's a that's a porn good. star. It's not bad. I love it. Yeah. It's not terrible. I'm in. It's not yeah. the worst. I mean, that's not the worst. We'll launch your OF tomorrow. Yeah. Right. We will. <laughs> Launching it tomorrow. Um, okay. So I want to, before we end this amazing podcast, tell me, Tasha, how can we embrace our fantasies, our desires, our wishes to Watching other people have sex is something that is inherently carnalistic within us, right? Like we want to see other people get pleasure. It gives us pleasure to watch other people get pleasure. And we've seen this throughout history. We've seen it in art. We've seen it in plays. We've seen it in music. We've seen it in books. There's there's erotica that is done in in numerous forms through, um, Cirque du Soleil, through stripping. Um, how can we rectify this desire to watch the other without objectifying them in a way that causes pain and abuse within that commodity? What do you think? Like, is it OnlyFans? Is it ethical porn? Is it paying for porn? Is it because I feel like what we've done is we've gone from the pot to the page to the VCR to the web and we have changed. I don't think porn is the enemy is what I'm trying to say. Mm. I don't think that porn is bad. I don't think that porn is inherently the thing that is wrong. I think that it is the medium with which we consume it, right? We can't consume degradation and like violence and non-consensual porn through pottery. (laughs) Like we can't consume all of this. Like, okay, 90% of porn on Pornhub contains violence. 90%. This is Pornhub's own Research. Yeah, I don't doubt it. 90% of their porn contains violence against women. I think sex is kind of a violent act, though. I agree with you. It's it's carnal, yeah. But it it is violent because one person has the power and the other person has less power. Yeah. So 100% Mm. of porn and sex is violent, but not necessarily... In a non-consensual way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's a really complicated topic. It's not just that there's not like one answer. I think that for me, the biggest thing, and I believe I spoke about it in my book as well, is first of all, like the language in which we use is really important. The way that we like describe people that work in the sex business, the way we talk about them in media, in movies, in the conversation we have at the dinner table or with our significant other. like Language is really important. Mm. And then that also like shapes the culture. The culture is like the most important thing because 
we could consume porn and it would be a lot less harmful if when we consumed it, we respected the craft. So I just think that like we're going in the right direction already because Mm -hmm. people since the pandemic, I have personally noticed, not a researcher, but just I've noticed that porn has become normalized. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. And it's amazing. Yeah. People started talking about it more and it's it's just now it is normal. Only Only fans fans normalized the game forever. And it's like there's Mm. a million types of um, networks like OnlyFans. So it's not to say like that's the only one you can use. Yeah, it's it, kind of like saying Uber changed uh, right. the game, and right? Because there's a million car services. It did, yeah. because now people that have nothing to do with porn have OnlyFans. So mm-hmm. they're working in the porn industry in a way without doing the porn. So it's a blended and it's like mm-hmm. transcended. It's really fascinating. And I've been like waiting for this to happen my whole career. So it's for me really exciting because, you know, now I'm the mom and now I'm doing all sorts of other things other than porn, but I can be able to like look at it and be like, wow, like people can start doing adult and they don't have the same stigma that they would have 10 years ago. And it's amazing. So, Do you think you'll continue to make content now that you're a mom? Well, I currently make content and now that I'm a mom, however, I feel like after writing this book, um, I still want to create content right now in the moment, but I just feel like in, you know, 10 years down the line, the um, internalized misogynist in me will not allow for this to Mm -hmm. continue. And that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And not every, and it's funny because people are always saying to porn stars, like, Oh, you only have until you're X amount years old. And it's like, yeah, but that, goes for a lot of careers. Like there's a lot of people who can only be a street cop until they're in their forties and then they can't fucking run anymore. There's a lot of people who can only be a quarterback until they're 28 years old and then they blow out their fucking ACL. Like, but, but I just want to be clear. Like I have so much respect for women that do porn into whatever age they want. We just did a fucking interview with Ruby Ryder who is a dominatrix. She is 60 years old Mm. and she is a pegging queen. I'm sure she is. That's what I'm saying. I think I'm all about supporting that. It's just not for me, but I can understand. I can totally. And I don't think we should say like, oh yeah, of course you have to retire from porn because you're 30, you're 40, you're 50. It's like, no, this is a life choice. Like I don't want to be in this industry anymore because I want to go do something. I want to go do philanthropy yeah, public you can, speaking you can like, get bored with whatever you, you can get bored right. with whatever the fuck you're doing like totally come on like we don't always want to be in the same fucking my my friend told path. me that apparently nowadays because we're living so long we have oh, an yeah. average of seven careers in our life she's a psychologist oh yeah that makes sense to me it's a lot it makes sense to me, though. Yeah. I'm actually, well, you have like three, so. Yeah, I do. Currently have three. Correct. So. <laughs> I could talk to you for hours, but you have to drive home. So no, I'm going to date. let you leave. You do have a hot date with a baby? What? No? A younger man. With a, Oh, no, with an actual human? Like an actual man human? I thought you really had a date with your baby. Like oh, my God. Like you're gonna go see your baby. You're gonna go on a date right now. She's like, I'm getting laid today. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) That just made this. She's all. She's all. Girl, I got a sitter. 
I'm going. I'm going. Mama's going out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my okay. God. Fuck yeah. Let's get you the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> um, this was one of the most incredible conversations we've had on this podcast. I cannot thank you enough. Um, Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. I yeah. can do this every day. I, don't <laughs> tempt me with a good time. We will have you back whenever you want. Uh, I really, truly, and, and absolutely 1,000% appreciate your vulnerability and your willingness to talk about all of these things as they are very, very difficult for a lot of people. Is there anything you'd like to promote? Uh, any website you'd like to promote? Anything you'd like to tell our listeners to follow? Anywhere we can find you? Follow me on Instagram at Tasha Rain's Life. <laughs> and make sure you buy From Princess to Porn Star. It is available wherever you get books. Um, Amazon and Barnes and Noble. <laughs> well, you know. But anywhere else, too. But anywhere else. <laughs> Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Right, right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> um, please make sure you follow us on Instagram. What's Your Position Podcast. Make sure you download, share, and like uh, make sure you tell a friend about our podcast. Um, if you have any questions, if you have any suggestions, if you want to be on the podcast, send us a message at what's your position podcast at gmail.com. What's your position podcast at Instagram. And we are also on TikTok at what's your position podcast. Tasha, it was a fucking pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. I had so much fun. It was, great. It was absolutely you. fantastic. Aww. Thank you so much. Everybody stay safe, stay kind. And stay sexy. Sexy. Oh. Yeah, play the disclaimer in just a second. Really? What's Your Position podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. Oh.